Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Temple. Didn't even know they were playing. <laughs> well, good morning. And I see that it's been kind of a, a crazy day yesterday following an Eagles loss Depending on how people had it, anticipated it with the number, the line, everything I, I see already, people are jumping in the chat trying to blame the defense. Look, the reality is, is all the shirts, everything <laughs> that came from it, there was this sense of belief in the city that the Philadelphia Eagles could beat the 49ers. And they didn't just get their ass kicked. This was a special type of loss where all of that energy and all of that command and all of that confidence and all of that swagger, that dog mentality, <laughs> they were a poodle. They were a poodle on offense. And if we haven't told you, me at least, you want to know the physical manifestation of an Allen Iverson t-shirt? <laughs> it's calling a Philly special on fourth down. Yeah, that was awful. That's pandering. Yeah, pandering. that was that was terrible. Look, you I thought I was bullshitting this offseason about this head coach and all this other stuff. Oh, Barrett's thinking of – what is she, Shannon even talking about? There's no way this is going to impact the play calling. Well, he pandered to the crowd, and it impacted the play calling. He's trying to be Doug Peterson 2.0 oh, here with man. that little Let Philly special. That was the Philly not-so-special. That's the well, you know, what that was. We were actually on the postgame show, and the question was asked, and they put a yes. poll up. The question was asked. Um, which team do you think this team is going to be for the rest of the year? Are they going to be more so the Atlanta game or more so the San Fran game? And when Seth answered, Seth said, well, I think it's more so the Atlanta game because they're going to get better, you know, yada, yada, yada. Really? You know, I think they went, yeah. Wow. And Ray said, well, I'm thinking it's more going to be the San Fran game. Yeah. And he went into what he said. But I turned around, I said – well, I think it's going to be more so the San Fran game also, but I don't think it's going to be all the time in a losing effort. This is a team they're going to have to fight, scratch, and claw until they become better, until they get better players, until they become a team that can compete against the upper echelon teams. Say what you want to say, the 49ers are going to be a team that's going to compete Absolutely. for the rest of the year in their yeah. division and also in the conference. Right. So – I still think, yes, that they not necessarily bad, not necessarily, you know, saying that they're going to lose all their games, but they're going to be very competitive. If they lose like this, this is going to be a learning experience for them. It's this be is very something they can build on. Yeah. Yesterday it, was frustrating and on a, a lot of levels. Well, you could see yeah. them, you could see the play manifesting themselves right there. And all they have to do is execute it. And then they don't execute it. And there lies the problem. That's what we're going to have to go to. Until they learn how to lose those type of tight games like they played yesterday, it's going to be like this. And they're going to lose. They they have good personnel that are starting. Backups after that, they got a little work to do. 
And, mm. you know, this war of attrition, I knew it was going to be a game of war of attrition because San Fran's a physical team, a yeah. very physical team. Every team that they play in, they leave body bags everywhere after the game. That defensive front is active, man. Yes, yes. Yeah. So and that linebacker cleans up a lot of a lot of stuff. Fifty four. He's all Water, over the place. He can run his ass off, man. He runs from side to side like better mm-hmm. than anybody I've seen. But you have to just punch him in the mouth. You got to run right at him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's how you combat that. So he'll learn from a from you know, Sirianni will learn from a coaching standpoint that all right, this is what we have to do. We can't get fancy and pretty. We yeah. got to rely on the guys that's gonna that'll win games for us, and those those guys up front. Yeah, you know what well, I mean. Well, another guy's down up front. Yeah, Two Brandon Brooks. Brandon Brooks is well, down. Brandon Brooks is probably going to be down longer, right? Right, 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 right. And that's now again this conversation that that we keep having every single year. And look, I'll give the Eagles credit; they at least addressed this with Landon Dickerson in the draft to an extent about having a guy to step in, but. Now, all of a sudden, that's it. We know Brandon Graham on the other side is gone for the gone year. Gone for the year. Gone for the year. Yeah. Look, I think the microcosm of yesterday is a 91-yard pass that yields zero points. Right. That, it, that's hard to do. Pass, but the series, right? right. Like, I don't know if we have in the history of the game a scenario like this. No, I know. It's, it's hard not to score on a 91-yard pass play. And then they get a first and goal at the one, Aton. Yeah. Yeah. There was first and goal at like the six, and then the Josh Norman penalty in the end zone put them first and goal at the one, and they don't score. That's hard. It, How, that's hard to do. But they you don't use your guy. Fair. You don't use. Yeah, yeah. You don't use. You know, with the money you have in the bank, you talk about. You know, you make deposits every day. Why don't you use the guys that you've been paying those guys up front? Mm. Run right at them. Don't don't try to be all fancy. That's what they got a little too cute. Running. You know. I mean. Yeah. They mixed up the offensive line on that one play where Sanders got blown up where the, the defensive line got penetration. I think it was second down. Hertz had an incomplete pass on first and goal from the one. Then the second goal from the one, the, the defensive front just blew right through the line and yeah. 54 makes the tackle behind the line of scrimmage. Uh, then they they tried, I forget what uh, what was it, Hertz tried to run on the third down around yeah. to the right side and then the yeah, well, fourth down Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Right, right. right. I mean, like the, the first one was the RPO where he pulls out and for some reason, and look, it's not like Miles Sanders had a gap as wide as can be, but with his momentum and at least a, a, a step or two that he could take, I'm surprised that Jalen pulled it back. There was nothing there. And then the, yeah, the play you were talking about on third down, right? Where he's running and gets knocked out of bounds or no second down to get knocked out of bounds. And then I, I don't know what they were doing. Third down. You had that pass play that was behind the receiver in the end zone. It just, it didn't make and look, it's not like outside of that last touchdown they got in the fourth quarter. It's not like they were putting up points elsewhere. No, so I mean the, the Rager uh, stepping out of bounds. I mean that can't happen, man. You no. got to have some some spatial awareness on the yeah, field, yeah. dude. And that's what it is. Yeah, you, you're dealing with young guys making yeah. young dumb plays. You know, I mean even our guy, Alex Singleton. Bro. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, he couldn't wrap up Garoppolo behind behind the line of scrimmage on that big third down conversion, right? And he had like six plays like that. He's there to make the play. They're there. Nine times out of ten, they're there to make the play. They just don't finish the deal. You got to close the deal. Him and on that play right there is a lot of times where he he, um, could have had a tackle for loss. He could have had 
probably four or five tackle for losses. Wasn't the next player the 40-yarder to Debo Samuel that then yes. set up the touchdown, yeah. right, at yes. the end of the first half? And the yeah. first half, right, right. Yeah. right. I mean, now, right. He, he missed the tackle there, too, on that, right. second, that, that yep. exact same play. He was supposed to get back in his zone and play the play like, but he didn't get back far enough on the play. Turns around, tries to make the play a tackle. He runs right through the tackle. You can't allow yourself to be there all the time and not finish the deal. You have to make the tackle. I don't know if they have to lead them damn donuts alone. They have donuts that they <laughs> they big donuts that they tackle instead of tackling each other. They use these donuts. Them donuts don't They're work. Tackling donuts. Yes. That's like it's Homer. A, was this Homer donut. Simpson or Mike Golick? Right. <laughs> Same thing, man. <laughs> I mean, this is. I mean, this is round pads that they roll and then they go tap. No, mm. you need that tackle human beings because he's right there to make the play. It just doesn't done it. I mean, he's like, you know, he's there. You, you, you need to finish. Yep. And then she says, yeah. no, you can't do that. You know what I'm saying? You just can't do it. And Devontae Smith didn't really do anything. Here I'm thinking he's going to take Norman advantage of Josh Norman. Well, they, they did. They tried to, but then they're, they're smart. Defensive coordinators, you know, get paid millions of dollars to stop these type of things. And on that play, that's exactly what happened. They double teamed him. They bracketed him mm. because they know that he's the major part of the offense. And I told everybody before, Devontae Smith, yes, he is a he has big play capabilities, but Devontae Smith's job is to keep the chains moving. If they would have used him in that capacity, he'd have been great. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we 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 wanted to take advantage of the cornerbacks outside. I get it. So we had a lot of plays that were played outside of the boundary. But mm -hmm. no, you have to you have to take what they're giving you. They're gonna stop all that out there after you after you beat them with those plays. All right, you're not gonna be able to go to the well again. Now you have to change it up. Now let's hit the seams. Let's go back to the tight ends. There was ends. no tight end stuff until exactly. the second half. Yeah. They tight took ends. a lot out of the tight ends position. Yeah. But look, I, I mean, I don't want to take anything away from that rookie for the 49ers. They outplayed, outside of that Quez Watkins reception, they outplayed the Eagles receivers all day. Lenore, you're talking all, about? Yeah. yeah, yeah, all day. And here's yeah. the crazy part about it is what the and, – and this is why I think it's more than just, for Nick Sirianni at least, it's way more – than just, oh, that series on first and goal after the Watkins catch or, you know, a couple of short yardage things. There was a collective failure, and you mentioned it, to a, to move away from what wasn't working and start getting those two guys involved, at least Dallas Goddard involved, and they didn't even look at him. No, not until the second half. They didn't half. look at either one of these guys, and that's, that's what I don't understand is how are you looking at the first half where you are struggling to put up a field goal, block kick aside, you're struggling to put up a field goal. You look at two guys, really Goddard first and foremost, that are non-factors, and you don't make any adjustment. Yeah. Why? They should have well, had 17 points in that first quarter. For, for sure. You know, but the they, first we, half. We praised, we praised them in their ability to come out and make in-game adjustments. Well, they After failed Atlanta. at in-game adjustments this right. time. Let's, let's right. be honest. Atlanta stinks. Well, they okay. do stink. I mean, they yeah. stink. Their defense is terrible. But the Eagles didn't stink in this game. They actually did. They played well from a physical standpoint. They just didn't close the deal when they were in position to make plays. No. You got to close the deal. Their defense you know, it's not allowed, a shoulda, coulda, woulda. Their defense, I know everybody's giving the defense praise. They allowed two 90-plus yard drives. I, I don't know. It netted uh, what ultimately? Like that's the thing. You kept a team to seventeen. Well, that's what points. we're saying. It's how they didn't seal the deal. You got to close the deal. The man. offense was the problem. I, I refuse to blame the defense today. Uh, you guys are. You guys can do that. But the defense, those big yard or those big drives, you kept a team with firepower 
with prolific firepower, especially Jimmy Garoppolo, who was dog shit in the first half, missing some open guys. Oh, he was and, terrible and even, early. Right? But yeah. even when he settled in, you still only kept that team to 17 points. You lost a staple on the defensive line who's more than just a body, is a vocal and physical leader. I'm sorry. I thought I thought Gannon and especially the guys out there, I thought they I thought they fought. I thought they played well. The offense and Nick Sirianni and his T-shirts, they need some explaining today for me. Well, and, and Hurts, if you take away the Quez Watkins play, how many how did how did he play? It was 90, like eleven for twenty two for ninety yards. Yeah. I mean, come yeah. on. But you got we see all that stuff is tied hand in hand. You can't just say Hurts on that because they they told him to go out and try to take advantage of those cornerbacks on the outside. I get it. But then you see, all right, once you see that they're bracketing, they're putting a, a, a safety on either side, you know, stopping those outside routes. Now you got to go to the interior. Now you got to call plays that are more conducive to what the defense right. is allowing you to get. And that's playing within the seams. Play, play, play on the, on, the, on the hashes. Now you can turn around. You can run slants. You can run digs. You can run crossing patterns that are in the interior of that defense. They didn't do it. Yeah. And because of that, all that field right there in the middle in the interior of the defense was wide open. That's where you have the tight ends, which to me arguably are the are the are the focal points on where this offense should be going, uh, literally, because mm-hmm. you know you have two proven guys there. Those are young guys you're trying to force the ball to on the outside. And granted, they told him to do that, so he was following the directions, coaching, following his coaching, because everybody said, Oh, these DBs, they suck. Yeah, they do suck. Mm-hmm. But hey, I mean, there's only so many times you can go to the well and think that you're going to get a drink when, when, when you know those guys are going to be trying to combat that. So go into the interior, throw to the they tight end. Nope, they didn't, they they didn't were, do it. Now we have breaking news on the chat. You see this? And, no. And, uh, I thought Harry might have brought this to the table today because he was uh, he was paying attention, and we already had one Ray Diddy mention. Oh, I see what Harry. you're saying. But Adam's exploits, apparently Barrett, ah da da. Ray Diddy twice. I saw it <laughs> once. I saw one of them. I can verify Wait. one. Wait a second. Yeah, yes. I missed the you second. Hit him with the, ah, da, da. I ah, had da, to, man. You did. Tight end. Yeah. What I just okay. told him. I what was the context him. again about the, what did yeah. Ray Diddy say? What, what it was was we we went into the break, mm-hmm. and and as we're in the break, I'm, we're sitting there talking. I say, Diddy, I'm gonna tell you the truth, man. We didn't take advantage of the interior of the defense. Uh, of the defense. We didn't write any slam plays. And oh, by the way. I mean, we I think we have two pretty good um tight ends in there. We didn't go to him. He said, Barrett, you're exactly right. I was just gonna say that. And I'm like, okay, this we went in, and then he started speaking, and then all of a sudden he said tight ends. I said, mm, ah da da. Yeah. <laughs> well, was that so that was still going into the break, like right before the commercial? No, we had already went into the break and we started talking about it in the break. Oh, okay. Wait, so and how did he, how did people see that then if it was in the break? No, because then we, after we talked about it, he then stated it because uh, Mike went to him first and he stated, you know, well, whatever happened to our tight ends, you know, who have been, you know, our best assets for the past couple of years. And they're Got still it. pretty good. And then I gave him an ah-da-da, you know, mm-hmm. reaffirming what he was saying. Ah-da-da. Now, where was the other ah-da-da? Yeah, that, that's exactly. Where was the Harry second? that one. Uh, <laughs> what was it at? Um, I forget when the other one. Oh, I, man. I think you got to write down when you do the ah da da. I mean, that's. <laughs> I don't know. People love that. We need exploits to hit us up with that second one, man. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. 
right? Maybe I need to get it right. You're absolutely uh, right. Maybe I need to get a shirt made by that. Yeah, ah, da, da, t shirt. Yes. Apparently, you got moved back to the big spot. Next yeah, to man, they got the baby out the corner, man. You yeah, they changed the it up. What happened? I don't uh, know. They changed it up. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, um, Seth did it remotely. He yeah. was remote, so I don't know why wow. he was there. He was remote, but Seth was remote. So when and, Seth uh, comes back, he takes his seat back. No, I'm I'm back on the desk. Period. I'm oh, not yeah. going anywhere. I'm back on the desk. Yeah, it was it was the tight shot. You had all three of you right in there together, and then yeah. Seth looked like he was in a hotel or something. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Now well, I tell he, you what. If Nick Sirianni comes out with an ah da shirt as uh-huh. 91 LSX, Eagles out. by 50 next I'm Monday in. night. I'm all in. All right? right. That's the only t shirt that I sanction. Okay. That's uh, the only one by all means. Yeah. That's amazing. I didn't. So apparently, Dom Lewis on the chat says it was at the end of the show. Do you remember hitting somebody else oh, up with an ah da uh, it, was, it was probably when um, um, they were saying that, you know, we were going through our picks, you know, and the show's about the end. And uh, they were asking, you know, uh, do the Eagles have a shot on beating Dallas? And somebody said something. I was like, I said, hell yeah, we're going to win. You know, and then he turned really? around and said, yeah. Oh, he yeah. went we. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love it. Wow. <laughs> you got the Cowboys coming off a game. And now we'll talk a lot continuing about the Eagles, but shame on both of those coaches yesterday. Oh, Brandon Staley and Mike McCarthy. I mean, Mike McCarthy, I expect a guy to not yeah. look like he knows what he's doing. He tried to bungle that what, game, didn't what he? What is going on? Now, apparently, and I was talking to a couple of Cowboys fans on the network show I was doing yesterday because they're down in Houston on Map, and apparently there was this general feel that McCarthy felt bad that he didn't get Pollard and Zeke involved in the rushing game week one so he wanted to ensure these guys that he was going to do that with time running out they're running the clock yeah if if, if that's not some old bullshit where you've got a guy like that's t-ball oh i'm sorry mr that your daughter didn't get as many at bats we'll get her up next time like what is this you have you have a secondary both secondaries that you should be able to torch and both teams are running the football and yes i got killed on that 55 total well you know what in all actuality that's what's hurting chicago right now because they feel um they feel as though they owe andy dalton well he's out now yeah He right, got hurt right. yesterday. That's, right. That's the only way you're gonna get it get rid of. Right, him. but they feel as though they owed him. Yeah. That that because yep. he signed him early, and after the draft, oh, we we we're gonna stick by him because we said we were. Since when is the NFL win, about right. owing people? I mean, it's always about it, the yeah. best player for the job, right? When does the Legion gives come you the from? best chance to win? Exactly. Exactly. Throwing the football. That's what right. Dallas does. That's their mo. You don't come in and I mean, I don't do shows about health and nutrition. Right, <laughs> those about sports and gambling and gambling, right? Exactly. And I'm not good Stick at with what you know. Exactly right. right. But I mean, my God, what is my, Mike McCarthy was the bigger violator? At least you could chalk up Staley being brand new and not knowing what the hell he's doing. But mm-hmm. how does Mike McCarthy not throw? Look, Cowboys next week, and, and we'll get into it as we get closer. We'll even have an extra day a week from today to talk about the Eagles Cowboys, but. That that is as big of a good sign as you can get for a team that just comes off a victory. They didn't know what they were doing. No, they had no idea what they were doing. He, he, cl- he claims either though. I guess late, he can't claim late in that game that the field clock went out. In other words, they couldn't see how much time was left. Right. 
Uh, so they ended up, you know, they ran a ball and then they called a couple of timeouts and they let the clock run down. And here he is, you know, that that Zerline guy. I mean, he's no bargain. He's 50-50. And you're going from 56 <laughs> yards to win the game. I mean, right. you know, they, they should have gotten him a lot closer. He bungled the clock and he claims it's because of the stadium. That's a brand new stadium. Right. State of the art. Yes, yeah, state of the art. <laughs> right. It's so new. You know, it's, it's still oh. look. It still has the. Uh, it still has a little little piece that you know stops the toilet paper roll out. That little piece is still on her. That's how new that stadium. That's how is. fresh you know it is, right? Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> and walking around with yeah. the, the tags on a hat still. Right. Right. <laughs> okay. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> the oil oh, is still man. fresh with the, yeah. you know the, when they fry the fries in and stuff, man. That oil still fresh. They can't even. They can't even change it yet, man. That's how fresh right. that stadium is. And then on top of all this, Carson Wentz gets hurt and has to leave the game. Oh, he rolled up right. his ankle. Uh, Reich said it was bad, and so he might. His status is uncertain now for this. I've week. already. I've already said that we're not getting a first round. They're zero and two, and that means they only have a nine percent chance of making the playoffs. So that takes the seventy percent of the snaps out of the equation and yep. puts it up to seventy five percent of the snaps now. Right, which he's not. Snow, he doesn't have a snowball's chance. No, seventy five snaps. We might you. as well just chalk it up. I yeah, had to do it to us. That's fine though. Look, honestly, Barrett, to your point about chalking it up, in this particular case, you got rid of somebody who would have been hurt here. Yeah. At least with Jalen Hurts, if he's going to get hurt, it's a result of a play. It's going to be a result of something as far as the nature in which he, maybe he hits the ground or gets hit just like for anybody. But yeah. Carson Wentz, you had to get away from that tread, man, or lack thereof, right? Yeah. He's the king of almost. Like, he almost looks good, mm -hmm. but he looks bad. He almost makes this play, but he doesn't. I mean, he tried to throw a shovel pass with his left hand. Yeah, what and Aaron Donald, cool. he threw Aaron Donald busted in there and said no way. And Aaron Donald was the guy I think that rolled up on his ankle. Man, uh, I, I tell you what, yeah. man, like I, I had so much faith in Carson in 2017 and mm -hmm. 2018, and I, I mean, if up until last year, I'm like, dude, just shut up and play ball, man. It's over. It's over for Carson. I mean, look, he's he's a rich right now, September 20th. He's a rich man's Andy Dalton. Mm -hmm. You know what? I actually I, I talked to his coach. coach. That's exactly you know? the name I came up with too, Aton. It's amazing. Like the stat lines, if you just look at them, they're okay. You know, two touchdowns, one pick, couple, you know, two hundred and seventy yards. But he just doesn't make enough plays. Yeah, you know. And I was talking to his his, his college coach. You know, his college coach is coaching Kansas State now. Correct. We yeah, had a conversation about him. Oh yeah. And it just so happens that. We have at Kansas State the exact same Carson guy in Howard, the local kid from here in um in uh oh wait a from Downingtown yeah Downingtown yes he's a Carson to be in yes what sense? and and in the sense that he's he's almost good but mm -hmm. not good enough he can almost make you look great and all mm -hmm. of a sudden he'll do something stupid you know what I mean? Well, but, Kansas State's in the top 25, Barrett. Congrats. He's got them rolling right yeah, now. Yeah, man. Yeah, he's I got them rolling, man. You know, the funny thing about all of this, though, is that I still don't know. And, and look, it's tied in not just with that draft pick, which isn't going to convey, I don't think, as we just went through the math. But this whole thing still is some sort of referendum on Howie Roseman. And, and I don't know what it is because on one hand – he got out of a mistake as there's time to correct it clearly with Jalen Hurts and not having 
Wentz here. But on the other hand, you paid this guy and you moved up to draft this guy. But on the other hand, he was the MVP until he got hurt in the Super Bowl. So I, I don't know what to make. Like it's again, what are we doing? Why do we have these crazy scenarios in sports? Carson Wentz, which is such an enigma. Ben Simmons, which is like a mm -hmm. one in a million thing. What is going on with oh, our city? And the I said the same thing, Aton. I was talking to Ray so about bizarre, that. Tonight. Right? Ah, da, da. I'm like, we never get right. I don't know. We never get nice things, man. Like I'm looking at Fred Warner. I'm like, why can't Alex Singleton be, you know, um, be Warner? <laughs> yeah. Well, why can't he be Warner? You know, the linebacker from. Why, why can't Derek Barnett be Bosa? Right. right. That That's bonehead had another stupid penalty. Another right. stupid penalty. Why can't we get the get? Why can't we get the good Clay brother? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Well, well, Matthew's maybe, brother. Why can't we get about the? It. the uh, I mean, we, we, we have those examples Matthews? and then and then we all but we just have we just have like these anomalies in sports. Right. Like, Why do we get a Ben Simmons? Wentz is, is just th these are things I'll never understand. I will never understand what to make of Carson Wentz, especially that year, which will always counter that he sucks or he can't play football. We all saw him play football. Mm -hmm. And we then this thing it. with Ben Simmons. Yeah, we all saw it. We all right. saw we all saw Ben Simmons pass from two feet away wide yep. open, too. We all saw it like. What, what 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 is going on i just i have no idea yeah. like again and it's definitely us because whenever we try to think of an example like well who is the the other carson wentz here you know jamarcus russell or any other bust that you can think of these guys never had years like carson wentz right nobody, right. nobody he had a, was had that the anomaly year. yeah but but he's the anomaly, right? And all of it. Right, like right, 2017 right. is an anomaly. He's an anomaly. And look, it, it's just it's tied to this whole thing now moving forward because this team is so young and new and fresh and growing and everything. But in the back of it, as we had another injury with Carson Wentz, it just had me thinking. And I know you brought this up earlier, Barrett, on, on the show a week ago or so. It was just bizarre. Ab th this guy is absolutely bizarre. Yeah, right. It's our fault, of course. <laughs> I love it. I love the chat sneaking in there yeah. about, well, blame the fans. Yeah. Blame well, look the at this, fans. All right, all right, look, every 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 sport that we I mean, um, that we have in the city, you know, our our, our, our top, you know, four, the big four. Mm -hmm. You look at, we had the Ben Simmons. We had Carson. Um, at this point, I'm thinking Aaron Nola's the same way. Mm. Yeah, you know Nola, what I'm saying? Man, Nola. And then, um, um, on our, on our hockey team, you know, our, our we 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 thought we gonna have I, no, our, our goaltender. I thought he's gonna be an all world goaltender Carter going Hart. into this year, Carter Hart. Yeah, and then Carter Hart, same thing. What what he is regressed. going on? I know we what put too much on? pressure on him, Barrett. Is that um, what they just man. can't handle it. It's I think that's man. what it is. We can't handle the truth. Too much pressure. That <laughs> the Flyers will never have a goaltender because they haven't had a goaltender since Bernie Perron. Because it's too much pressure. All right, you've hexed out a couple of good years too, but you know what I'm talking about. Well, has the docking? I mean, I know Kayvon it's a curse. have a, although I, I don't really know what he could have done differently on that helmet to helmet, but ha, ha, nothing. have nothing the Eagles ever replaced the, the Dawkins curse? I know Rodney yeah. was in there doing some work. And Malcolm Jenkins was pretty good. Yeah, at okay. That they won a Super Bowl with Malcolm. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give good. you that. Okay. There we go. I'll give you that. I think Malcolm Jenkins was enough to break the Dawkins curse. Yeah. Yes. Especially since Earl Thomas fueled so much of that crap as well, uh, right? But think about it, man. I mean, I I Give thought Nola, Nola was going to 
because we're going to break and come back. So give us something to think about in this tease here. And hit us with an ah, da, da. <laughs> what, what were you going to say? Because we're going to break. So I was going to use that. Oh, no, I'm, gonna say, I'm just saying, um, Aaron Nola, you know, a year and a half ago, he was playing, you know, all world. Yeah. Well, he can't take the presence of Zach Wheeler. Oh, yeah. That's it's kind of like, you Ooh. know, Carson couldn't handle Jalen Hurts being on the team. Is that what it is? And Embiid is just Embiid yeah. is just too much for for Ben. Yeah, Embiid is he's in Embiid's shadow. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what it is. There uh, it we've is. Got breaking news on the record that Nick Sirianni showed up to a film session with today. Oh no! It's an old Sixer, and wait until you hear this one <laughs> coming up. It's the middle. Hit that thumbs up button. Make sure you subscribe to the Jacob Media YouTube page. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go to get your spin on. Go to get your spa on. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go for the steaks and the steak. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. The glass is for cocktails, right? It's for this, 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 and that. Is the length of the glass equal to your... You betcha. But is it made out of... Glass? Okay, but is the rip... Smooth? Will you stop doing... That? I'm the professional here. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. All from the company that's highly awarded. Zero cars, zero sugar, and deliciously tasting vodka. So good, it just disappears. comes to the fight against insurance companies, large corporations, and the healthcare industry, injured victims are always the underdog. But that doesn't worry us. At Messon Associates, we're an injury law firm from Philadelphia, and we come to fight. Our clients know that they've got representation with a chip on its shoulder, and it's the same chip that makes Philly the toughest city in the country. Call 215-568-3500 or visit us online at messalaw.com. Messon Associates toughest injury firm in Philadelphia. On the field of life, First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com.
How about Greg Ward playing a bunch of snaps? J.J. Ortega Whiteside playing some snaps. I, I, I don't see any scenario where J.J. Ortega Whiteside needs to be on the field. I'm sorry. No. You've got Miles oh. Sanders, Kenny Gainwell. You've got Dallas Goddard, Zach Ertz. You've got Jalen Rager and Devontae Smith and Quez Watkins. That's what, seven individuals? No, he's a great blocker, Aton. That's what they're telling us. Yes. No, nobody blocks downfield at the wideout position you just like J-Jaw. That well, sounds like when you said Mac Hollins mm -hmm. off the line better than so many other people yep. and all that bullshit we get sold on the politics of it. See, right. see, that's 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 the that's their prototype player. They love players like that. You just mm -hmm. said it. You know, two you just named two guys that are the same player, man. Mm -hmm. And and you know, JJ, you know, I, so I he's I, a waste of a roster spot. Let's be honest. Right, right, right. Yeah. I mean, it's at least Greg can throw the ball, Barrett. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. But if you if you're gonna be if you're gonna be that guy, then gain forty pounds. And, and and become a tight end. You right. could be a threat then. Gain, you know, 20, 30 pounds. Now you could be that pass catching tight end that runs like a runs like a tight end, you know, and, and, and can be that blocker at the point of attack. We don't have that type of blocker tight end right now. We don't have it. No, how about when they lined up? I think they had Dillard on the right side and they had two other tight ends. They essentially, I think Dillard was eligible. Mm -hmm. So they essentially had three eligible tight ends on on Bosa's side, and he went right around all of them and made the sack. Yeah, yeah I don't know why. Um, <laughs> why would Stoll and they put Stoll and and I think it's Stoll and Goddard. Why would they put them yeah. over there and then one of them leave? I don't care if they brought the linebacker. I'd have told him you just stay on Bosa. Mm -hmm. You just stay on Bosa. Why would you even leave? I mean, that's crazy that they did that, man. I understand why the tight end stayed there because he. I mean, he could have green dog, but I'd mm -hmm. rather him green dog. And, and green dog means the linebacker. Once he sees his guy block, he rushes the passer. I'd rather that happen than have Bosa hit my quarterback. Right. You know what I'm saying? I, I take the lesser of the two evils. Right. I'll let the littler guy hit my quarterback as opposed to Bosa. Bosa might maim who's ever a quarterback. You know, at least have two guys on him. Didn't make uh, sense to me. All right. Now, what was this tease about a Sixers? Jersey, oh, oh, yeah. You don't, you, well, there's no practice today's a film day, right? Especially since they have an extra day off knowing that they have that Monday night game. So, apparently, and he tried to sneak in the back door, but the paparazzi was down there. And John McMullen was there, exactly. He had a drone camera just waiting and following, right? So, I think that's the I, Jacob Media drone, I think it, it is. Yeah, okay. yeah, I didn't realize yeah. it. Now, again, I don't know who snapped the actual picture. If it was a McLean, a Berman, a Brandon Lee Gowton, whoever it may be, but Nick Sirianni, and it looked like one of those scenes where the alleged perp is getting out of the car with the coat over his head right. to avoid getting shots. And in that shot, you can see Nick Sirianni wearing a TJ McConnell jersey. What? Yeah. Wow. Where does one even get one of those? Wow. A he had to have especially McConnell. made. What did he do? Raid Pat Egan's closet? I'm telling you, something <laughs> went down here. My God. A bro, if he has that. McConnell jersey. Come on. He had that made, bro. That had to be made. Specially made by the fanatic. Especially made. Wow. You have wow. to. You can't just buy it off. That's like if somebody has a Barrett Brooks jersey. Yeah, he, you have to go get that made. So he called up Michael Rubin, Aton, and had a Fanatics 
jersey made jersey. for oh jersey. Yeah, this is not a jersey. This is a jersey. Yeah, yeah. Let me let me stand corrected in case you misunderstood here. This is a TJ McConnell jersey to show the fight that's inside this. The grit. Yes. Yes. Nobody bounces back like the plate of grits that is Nick Sirianni. Okay, (laughs) let me tell you something. That guy is built with grit. Like Ford, like those Ford commercials with Walter White doing them. That's what I'm telling you, man. Wow, unbelievable. Now, do you have a do you have photographic evidence of this that you no. could put up on the screen? No, I was hoping for somebody to Photoshop it that we could use. Oh, yeah. Wow. Nope. I don't even hate to do it to you. I'm not gonna give him that. You can't get a hate to do it to you for a TJ McConnell jersey. <laughs> wow. You can't get it. I'll tell you. Can you, can, you can't even get a hate to do it to you. With that. That's <laughs> awesome. What do you think would <laughs> exactly right? Come on, man. <laughs> These shirts and everything that came from it is wow. taking a life of its own. And, you know, it wouldn't have even been brought up if dude didn't run that Philly special shit. Mm. Like, if he didn't do that specifically, that play. And this goes back to it, like man, save that, save that. No, but no, but you you can't even hide it because okay, um, at that point, Ward has not played really any real snaps, mm-hmm. and he's wow. not a red zone type of wide receiver. That's a red flag in the red right. zone to so, the defense, isn't it? Yeah. You know, and if you heard the call, if you heard the call with 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 um the radio call, Mike said it. Oh, something fishy going. He said something mm-hmm. on something to that nature. Like he noticed him coming into the game. Right. There's something you know. So if he noticed it, you know the defensive coaching staff and the players on the field. Somebody noticed it on on the field for the, the Niners. Michael Ryan's yeah. is yelling. Right. Special Philly right. special from the yeah. South. Colin Berger on the stream says, "You want Delco? Delco? That's well, the yeah. next thing. <laughs> that's that's what he'll do next. You want Wawa? Wawa?" <laughs> Yeah, I tweeted that this morning, oh. and I quoted it to Sirianni, expecting people to think that it was real, of course. And oh man, people, are you sure he said that? <laughs> Did he really say that? Well, apparently he was on the radio uh, this morning in that day after spot and said that they'd ran that play a few times in practice all week against their defense, yeah. and it worked perfectly. Look, Harry, I would hope to any. God that people pray to that they would have run it in practice. Right. If they're going to run a play in the game, I would hope Seriously. that they ran it a few times yeah. of the week leading up to it. Right. I mean that. Yeah. And, and I grab I, what did they have water bottles available for people as well? Like, yeah. What else obvious can you tell me about practice? Hey, right. you practice the play that you ran in a game. <laughs> Barrett, how on and look, and, and maybe it does happen. But how often have you guys in your playing career run something that you didn't practice at all at all that season let alone that week they never do that no you can i mean you might have it you might have run it like maybe five weeks earlier and you might say oh this will work perfectly for us now half the guys on the team mm-hmm. like man i don't remember that right. Hell, they don't remember what they ate for breakfast that morning let alone right. a play from that long ago yeah wow i can't get past it yeah <laughs> I mean, wah, yeah, wah, you should have had 17 points in that first half, and they had three. I'm telling you, man, we, we're about two days away from Nick Sirianni walking in with those Wawa American flag sneakers. He's got a Phillies hat 
that has Bryce Harper's number embroidered on the side of it. Right. And, and, then, a, and then a union scarf. I was just going to say, yeah, uh, a union, union scarf. scarf. You got to represent. Carter Hart jersey. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> What are you talking about? No, that's terrible, man. Or maybe, or maybe, would he give a nod to Villanova at some point and Jay no, Wright? No, 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 because no. Because you can't risk upsetting. This is like a politician who has two, who is walking and towing the line of the two different voting bases where mm -hmm. you can't risk upsetting the people that would call radio stations and demand that Villanova not have a championship down Broad Street. Because they're not in Philly. Exactly. Right, because right. they are not a right, right. Philadelphia team. Right. So you couldn't do that. So no, you can't no, no. alienate that one part of the fan base. Yeah, exactly. That would it, be upset with that. Sirianni is the panderer right now. Right. Right? Yeah, it's Villanova. That, that's exactly right. I can't tell you how many people killed shows. No wonder why you're losing by 50. Right? So <laughs> here's the thing, though. Sirianni has to be really careful. Notice everything that he's done has been a universal pandering. Mm-hmm. A you know, Allen Iverson is no longer polarizing like he was as a player. Right. Everybody's got an AI shirt or jersey or jersey or what have you. Bryce Harper, the Phillies gear. I mean, it's red October or September right. technically here. But now, if you're going to go Sixers retro, wouldn't you be better off going the full bore and getting like a Julius Irving jersey? Because at least he won a championship here. Like AI never won anything. I know, but you have to think of who Sirianni is pandering to. He's not pandering to you. Mm. If he were, then he'd rock the dock. Right. But he's pandering to the younger crowd. Okay. The younger, what is it? The What's younger than millennials? I don't know. Well, Gen, Gen X. X. Gen X. Oh, no, no, no. You're going the wrong way here. No. <laughs> I have no idea. Baby X, boomer. E, no, again, you're moving the COVID way. babies. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Something along COVID babies, lines. yeah. Right. Z. No, XYZ. I think it's XYZ millennial, and then there's something else. Maybe I'm oh, wrong. Okay. Hey, so you guys see that they have now have a vaccine uh, they're trying to run through now for, for kids ages 5 to 11. Yeah. Oh, is that right? Yeah. yeah. That's pretty good, isn't it? I don't know. I don't know. I do, do they need it? <laughs> Evidently, they uh, do because a lot of Philly schools still haven't been to school yet. Well, evidently, they do because the pharmaceutical companies need to make more money. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't even know. You know they'll they'll stick it in, in 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 uh, in vitro if you if you allow them to. Right. Oh, we got to get this unborn baby vaccinated. Yeah. Exactly right, man. You got to you got to supply. It's got to burn. Otherwise, you're out there throwing shit away, man. That's right. Can't That's be right. that at all. Oh, now, man. Uh, how about well, the Raiders, Aton? I was anxious to get your reaction to to get some John Gruden on the show this week because they are two and zero. Yeah, they are, and beat Pittsburgh on the road as like a six point five and a half point underdog. That was pretty impressive. I impressive for me. I mean Pittsburgh. I don't know, man. They they I I was watching the game kind of on the side. It was on the smaller TV. I had uh, the steel. I had the under 24 and a half points in the first half. So I was kind of watching in between the Eagles. It just didn't look like the Steelers really got, got going. I mean, mm -hmm. what happened? Didn't TJ and, Watt get hurt too? He in got that hurt. Game? Yeah, he got yeah. hurt. I think ben went down maybe for a play or two. I'm not positive. Yep, yep, he got banged yeah. up a little bit. That, that, that offensive line sucks. Is that mm -hmm. what it really was? Yeah. Their offensive line sucks, stinks. You know, remember we talked, we had talked to, um, we, we definitely had talked to Charlie Batchino about that, you know, how right. bad their offensive line was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah, those guys right. had played together all preseason and 
I mean, that, that's it's, it's hard for you to, you know, as a unit, especially an offensive line unit. If if they don't trust you, I mean, nothing you give them will work. Nothing Ben gives them will work if if he doesn't trust those guys. Yep. And he's very, very – he could be very, very uh, skittish if he doesn't trust the guys in front of him. It's yep. just amazing, Barrett, because they've got three receivers. Like Chase Claypool, I know it was so touchdown dependent last year for a lot of productivity, but – They've got three guys you can throw the football to. Like Juju Smith-Schuster is the third by a pretty significant gap now on that team, and he's still a competent third receiver in the NFL. Mm -hmm. You have a running back who clearly shows signs that he can be a, a good player, if not better, that they really trust in the NFL. And Ben's arm isn't, like, shot. It's not like Drew Brees, right, where right. you couldn't complete a 20-yard pass. So you put all that together and you think, well, at the very least, they should be scoring points. But I guess you're right about the O-line where it just it damages everything. My God. I And Derek Carr threw the ball. He's throwing the ball really well. He has 817 well. yards passing to lead the league through two Amazing. weeks. Amazing. Yeah. And Waller was like a non-factor for the majority of that game, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. It's, it's not like he just – It's not like he just balls. They're running game, man. I like their backs. Well, that's the thing. Jacobs was out. And they still were able to get this thing done without any issue. I tell you what, man. I tell you what, man. That's one hell of a road victory in this league, man. I tell you these what. These guys. These guys. <laughs> I tell you what. I tell you what, man. These guys just. Derek Carr, man. He's. I don't know what you third heard about his brother, man. But this, this what, man. player, man. I tell you what. I go to war any day of the week with Derek Carr. <laughs> uh, you gotta have a. That. You gotta have an. I go to war reference too. Is with that what, is that what yeah. he says? Yeah, he loves that. He loves that. I'll Again, I'm sure, these guys. I'm sure he says that every single day. Mm -hmm. It's like the Nick Sirianni dog mentality or whatever it may be. Like Gruden's got a quota of over a half that he hits once a day where it's like, man, I'll tell you what, I'll go to war with that barista at the Starbucks, man. That's, That's why I got my coffee ready to go every single day, man. I'll man, tell you what. She attacks that order, man. Yeah, I'll tell you, man. That's who you want in a foxhole, man. I'll tell you what. <laughs> You got Yo, that barista. Hey, Shane, I'm, I'm but I'm gonna tell you this though, man. I'm still, I'm still on on um on Nick Sirianni. I still like him, man. Yeah, yeah, I still yeah, like yeah, him. yeah. I, I'm, I'm not out on him. Hates him. Yeah, I, 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 I think that you know he's got to go through the bumps and bruises and 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 you know, yeah, everything before he becomes a good head coach, man. But you know, I mean, to me, the the signs are pointing in that direction that he's gonna be pretty good. All right, now I know the the pandering and the you know the t-shirts and everything really annoy Aton, but you know what one thing that's starting to annoy me about him? What's that? Uh-oh, about Sirianni? I, I didn't Yeah, I just no, it's the, the two weeks in a row now he's had this orange highlighter stuck in his visor. Oh yeah, and yeah. it comes right down on the side of his face, okay? <laughs> like you can I when I, I used to do not. I, I used to do something he said, man. Well, no, 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 no. When I used to do games, like where I'd need a pen, you know, to, to jot notes down and stuff. When I'm down in the field, I had the thing stuck in my in my in my pocket, like where you just stick the whole thing inside, and then the the little clip is outside of your tramp trousers pocket, uh -huh. right? Uh -huh. He does it where he pulls it down over his visor. And the thing is right next to his face. He's got this big orange thing right next to his face. Yes. I'm yeah. serious. Who that does up. that? 
That's worse than the eyebrows. Who huh? does that? Oh, it's way worse than the eyebrows. That that's terrible. And and again, it's unnecessary. It is right. It's it's like you really don't need that. You don't no. need to be walking around like that. You don't need to be walk. Remember that the person who would always wear their phone. I think it's out of that commercial that Barrett loves and always references. It's not that we all see it. One. I think it might have been one earlier. But somebody in those commercials about turning into your parents always has their phone <laughs> clipped on their belt. Yes. Right? Like right. out in the front. Yeah. And that's, that's what that reminded me of, Harry, as, as you were describing it. I'm thinking like Sirianni's the guy walking around who's got his phone clipped to his belt. Right. Like es Eskin used to have that. Remember when Eskin would have two cell phones and he'd have them both clipped to his belt? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. No and his, and his, and his pants will pull up past his belly button. No <laughs> yeah. need for this. Yes. No, look, Ash brings up a point on the stream about Matt Patricia's pencil. Both. I, mm. I, I don't put either in a hierarchy here. I yeah. want both of that out. Yeah. Well, what, you know what that is, man. It's trying to make his mark. Like, everybody wants to be a cut-off sleeves guy. Like Belichick. Like the Belichick. Best well, Judge, I saw, with some cut-off yeah. sleeves. You know, I mean, that's, I mean, I think that's, that's all he wants, man. I mean. I guess he wants to have that's going to be his thing. They're going to remember him from that. Oh, I'd rather be known for, for some other things than that. Right. Man. <laughs> you know, like calling a good play and on uh, first and yeah. goal from the one. There okay? you go. I don't know. I'd rather be known for that. Right. 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 Jeez. I hate to do it to him. Now we see that Jeff Kerr, who was a guest on Birds 365, also coming down. On the Sirianni T-shirt. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah wow. Yeah. Look, I, I think ultimately nobody's saying don't show up, and you know you have to come in with some drab clothing. But at the same time, there was this whole thing about this new vibe that was then turned into, which is great. Like there should be a new vibe. There should be all of this surrounding new blood. But when you start to do the T-shirts the and everything else, it's it's ridiculous. I mean, that's when it was like, all right, let, let's get into the season first before we start getting into the merchandising of it. That's all. Right. No, I, I'm with you. I, you know. I don't want it to sound like nobody should be having fun. Like, I want these guys to be having fun. I want these guys to be bouncing off each other. I want there to be this feel from practice going into games that you should be able to beat anybody and stick with anybody and have that confidence. Look, we saw a ton of confidence from Jalen Hurts on a week from yesterday against that Falcons team throughout the entire game. This time around, it just looked like guys were looking around. Not nervous, not lost, anything like mm -hmm. that. But it kind of looked like everybody was looking for somebody else to kind of say, this is what we need to do. They were making plays. I mean, they just didn't make stupid mistakes which allowed them to lose the game they lost the game more so than the 49ers beating them i'm gonna say that because they got a call a touchdown call back mm -hmm. you can't be on the one yard line and not make a you know and not score period point i don't care how you do it yeah. what you have to do you got to score on that opportunity right there um on the defensive side of the ball you just got to tackle they had made too many missed tackles they're there to make them um make the tackle but then they don't they end up getting the extra yardage you know yards at the contact Kill yeah. this team. You, you can't allow that. Once you're there, make the tackle, crawling, do whatever you can to do to get them on the ground. They didn't do that, you know. Like I say, you know, Alice Singleton, that's my that's my dog, that's my boy. But he had an okay game. He would have had a a, a magnificent game, a baller game, right. could have been defensive player of the week if he just not missed six tackles or or not finished six tackles. At the point of contact, he's there to make the play, but he doesn't wrap up. 
He's yeah. got to wrap up. Get to where he needs to be. That whole thing seemed like the energy just seemed to change when Rager made the mistake of going out of bounds. Did did the 49ers, but that's what I'm saying though, is like you go through it and you tell yourself, and I'm sure Barrett, you can speak to this just from the specifics of the NFL, but just in general, you know, you go through something and you tell yourself, you know, you never want to feel that again. and, And it's a correction in your body and all, but at the same time, there are aren't many teams in the NFL that look normal and look fine when shit breaks down. And the Niners, to their credit, did. Yeah. Well, the Buffalo couldn't hit anything in the first half. In the half. first quarter, he they was didn't terrible. panic at all. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. It it was it was a teaching moment for this team. And yeah. they're gonna have these. Te- this is only the second game of the year, and a lot of people are trying to write them off. No, no, they no, got no, a lot of football left to play. Um, they're still very, very good in the trenches. You know, I mean. They got Dickerson in there. The speed of the game, he you know, he got shocked for a second there because he didn't go through training camp. He's only practiced for what three weeks now? Two yeah, weeks. Two weeks. So well, I mean he's got a lot of he's got a lot of learning to do. And he's gonna, me, he's gonna learn quick. Oh, yeah, he's gonna learn quick. Now he he's not a guy he's that's gonna just, have to. Right. <laughs> but you're not gonna get a ton of time, is is the point. But here's here's my bigger concern about writing off yesterday, especially from an offensive standpoint. Look, Singleton. And the concern you raise, I don't know how week to week that is. If it's something that's not week to week and something that's going to hang as a concern, then I think it's it's going to be an undoing for this defense if they can't tackle anybody. That's just basics. Right. But exactly. Let me appeal to you, though, real quick on the point you made here, because we're talking about two gigantic X plays that are so difficult from a, a probability standpoint to duplicate. Quez Watkins for 91 yards, that bomb to Jalen Rager. I'm not saying they won't do it again. They won't try it again. But this isn't an eight-yard gain with Miles Sanders fumbling at the end. This isn't Jalen Hurts stepping out of bounds one yard short on a scramble on on third and 12. These are super big X plays that I don't necessarily know when or how they can get back. So it's hard for me to think that it's just a matter of cleaning that. Oh, you know, Jalen keeps his foot in bounds. Yeah, but Jalen also has to get that look again on a mm. defense again. Oh, see, Watkins yeah. has to get that ninety-one yard on, on a rookie on a rookie cornerback too. But see, this this see, but you guys aren't looking at the beauty of this. You know, I mean, I, I'm always my cup is always half full. But now, defensive coordinators now see the ability that the receivers have here in Philadelphia. So in turn, they have to understand. Oh, I cannot. Keep eight in the box, bracketing Devonte Smith. And I can't Ray keep bracketing Devonte no, Smith yeah. exactly. You know, what I'm saying I have legitimate weapons that these guys are gonna have to play and 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 win against these guys, and there's a possibility they won't be able to. And then plus, you see how explosive still once again um, the rookie running back was. He was explosive too when they gave him a shot to run the rock. Well, that's the thing, though. Those are all things that pe- these defensive coordinators are probably shaking in their boots right now because they understand they have these big play potential, number one. Mm-hmm. But then they also have a dynamic uh, uh, tandem of running backs, number two, that can make some make some things happen. So, you know, they're, they're, they've shown the league. They, 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 they the league is noticed. They huh? put up three points and they had a field goal blocked. Well, but they, but you saw they left plays on the field. Yeah, but that's, that's my point, though, is if I'm a defense right now, I'm giving you, if you're on your own 20 and I'm a defense, I'm giving you plays to the 50. 
Like I'm not. giving you drives I'm, because when things tighten up and you can't send Devonte downfield or Quez Watkins downfield, now you have a lot of lateral stuff, and that's where they got in trouble. They got in trouble on the short yardage. They got in trouble. You saw they got that in trouble. That was just play call. Field. That was bad play calling by them. Yeah, terrible play in call. Game, in game adjustments. Now I. I trust that Nick Sariani is going to go in and do the right thing next time. He's not going to say, "All right, we're not going to sit there and try to beat a dead horse and 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 try to go to the sidelines when I see the middle of my field opened up." Not right. take advantage of the tight ends. Do so you I mean, think he's going to self scout and and change? Harry, you know they, what I'm going to say. If they don't throw the ball deep against Dallas, then there hasn't been any self. This they is will. They're, yeah. they're, they're going to throw the ball deep against Dallas just to make you aware of it. Well, but I really think they're gonna run the ball. They're gonna try to run right at uh the rookie. Like he I mean, um Parsons played defensive end more so than he played linebacker this time because all the injuries they have uh at defensive line. Well, yeah, Gre- Gregory there. was out on COVID. Yep. They lost the Lawrence for this for Lawrence like, gone for, for, for at least six what? to eight weeks, something yeah, six like to that. Eight weeks. Yeah. Look, so Matt, you know I, they I wouldn't rely he's on playing out of position. This is gonna give an opportunity, man, to go out there and run the rock against this this Dallas team, which is gonna open up down the middle. Same thing they're gonna to try to do to us. Well, and if it's a close game, you know it's McCarthy's gonna screw things. it up. That's the thing, though. Right, you exactly. Have, you have an amazing opportunity to throw the football deep down the field, especially deep middle down the field on Dallas, and they're gonna go into it like Brandon Staley and not do a damn and run the ball. And we're going to be frustrated because the Eagles are going to lose 20 to 17 and the, the Eagles will cover. They'll cover that four point line, but we're going to be frustrated when they lose a 20 to 17 game with 36 seconds left as Dak Prescott leads a 36 yard field goal game winning drive Monday night. But they're not Watch. worried about just running the rock. Also, they also have the ability to go to their tight ends. They just totally blew off the tight ends in this game. Also, man, they did. Absolutely. Who do they have to cover these tight ends that we have? Nobody. Exactly. They didn't have anybody to cover Mike Williams. They didn't have anybody to cover anybody yesterday. So you're going to think that I believe that he will have the right mix of plays that he understands now that it's a game of inches. And, and when, you know, an inch being over the line, uh, line going outside, uh, you know, an inch, you know, well, 12 inches not being able to go in and score when you're at the goal line. He now understands, look, I got to play better. I got to have better um, play selection. Mm-hmm. I have you know to. Here's the only thing I'm concerned about, and we'll take a break. We'll continue to talk about this because you raised some interesting points about what we saw here yesterday, Barrett. But I wonder how often we see teams say exactly what they're saying week in and week out, but they don't make those adjustments for whatever reason. This league is tricky. So that's what I think we should look at is, is why or how the Eagles can avoid just falling into the mantra. And this isn't a shot at Sirianni. I mean, think about it. It doesn't matter if you're Urban Meyer, Sean Payton at times. Like, everybody gets caught into this, right? Hey, man, we need to take a break. We need to go back. We need to check the tape. We need to figure this out. Not everybody is as bad in a situation as Joe Judge or Urban Meyer, but we still see that, I think, a lot. And and that's what I would love to see. And I'll defer to you. If that happens, then we're back on track from where we were with Atlanta but that's something that I want to see now. It's like, okay, week one to week two, we needed to see that momentum. We needed to see that command, that swagger, all the things that we saw in Atlanta. Now, we didn't see it, although they did play better on the field than we, we saw from a body language standpoint. Now it's about Barrett's point. Now it's about self-scouting, as Harry used that phrase. It's mm-hmm. about looking at the film exactly. and, and not yep. just understanding yep. what you're doing, right, but yeah. making the adjustment in game. All right, we'll, we'll see if we can do that. 
coming up. Our second hour here. Make sure you smash away on that thumbs up button right there at the bottom of the video. Hit that subscribe button as well and that notification bell so you don't straggle in here late by any means. And everything going on here with the middle, we're back in three. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go to get your spin on. Go to get your spa on. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub. And in your drink. Go for the steaks. And the steak. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. The glass is for cocktails, right? It's for this, 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 and that. Is the length of the glass equal to your... You betcha. But is it made out of... Glass? Okay, but is the rim... Smooth? Will you stop doing... That? I'm the professional here. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. All from the company that's highly awarded. Zero cars, zero sugar, and deliciously tasting vodka. So good, it just disappears when it comes to the fight against insurance companies large corporations and the healthcare industry injured victims are always the underdog but that doesn't worry us at Messon Associates we're an injury law firm from Philadelphia and we come to fight our clients know that they've got representation with a chip on its shoulder. And it's the same chip that makes Philly the toughest city in the country. Call 215-568-3500 or visit us online at messalaw.com. Mesa & Associates, the toughest injury firm in Philadelphia. field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. All right, our second hour here. Who ended up winning the season tickets? I do not know. Do you? No, I don't know. No, they, they, no I don't know. They, they call it during their, their post-game show, right? I think so. Yeah. Barrett was too busy hitting Ray Diddy up with uh, ah, da, da. Ah, da, da. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can't believe that you hit him up twice. I had to, man. I had to. Show. Twice. That's gonna, that's gonna have to be a weekly fixture now. 
Seriously. <laughs> yep. Like, and he liked it too. He, he did said, he? He, right, did he said, yeah. but we just like, well, Barrett, I have to admit, I like the ah da da. He said that? Yeah. He, don't be doing it like to Seth or to Barkan. Only do it to Ray Dinger. Right, just Ray. Like when he makes a sound point, just ah da da. Okay, so think about that. Shouldn't there be a segment now on the post game show? Remember, what was it? He got jacked up. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, he got. Or you get moss. You got, got moss. Yeah, you got yeah, moss. Yeah, yeah, you got yeah. shacked. Isn't shacked in the fool? Yep, yep. So you're telling me that we can't get. And ah, nah, nah. and you know, maybe it's like Ray. I uh, hear this. Maybe it's Ray and Seth. They're going back and forth, making a point. Mm-hmm. And there's music playing, and it's it's already something that Barrett has brought up, right? And it's right. like something on the offensive line. Landon Dickerson coming in and then playing well, and a nice block by Mylotta. And Brad's like, ah, da, da. <laughs> they go there. Ray Diddy, look at us playing. Uh, Seth, like, oh, you see this thing? And then at yeah. the end, there's the music. Ah, da, da. <laughs> I like it. Been yeah. telling you. Yeah. Bro, I mean, and, you know, the, you know, look on the stream, you know, when the guys are talking about how Dickerson played. I mean, Dickerson, you know, he, he had some times where he needed to get down. He was playing a little too high. But that just comes from him not being able to uh, go through camp and, and not play. Mm-hmm. Us for a substantial part of the time. He go, you know, when he gets tired, when you get tired, you're automatically gonna start standing up more. You're not gonna stay in that natural bend that you have to stay at to have all your power angles when you're coming off the ball. He got a little high, mm-hmm. and you know he got pushed back a little bit. But all that's gonna stop in a minute. You know, you heard what I mean, Lane Johnson said. You know, during after the post game, he said, um, you know, I can't wait till this guy really gets to playing because he's a mountain of a man. He said, no, well, he was a mountain of a man. Yeah. And he said he's strong as an ox. Right. And I truly believe that that's, you know, once he gets used to it, and he'll be used to it probably after this, you know, the next game, he because he'll be the starter now, right. and he's got to go in with that mindset, he's going to play a lot better, a lot better. And there were times where they were blowing San Fran's defense off the ball. San Fran's had a small, um, like, explosive players, but they couldn't handle double teams. Sam Milo and Kelsey were driving guys off the ball. But then when Kelsey had the one-on-one block, that's where, you know, I saw the weakness in this offensive line. That's what happened on the goal line. That play you were talking about, Harry, where yeah. uh, Warner made the play. That's exactly what happened. Um, at the play, it was, you know, at the, at the backside, Sam Milo pulled. And when he pulled, he had to block back on 90. When he went to block back on 90, he wasn't able to get um, – Kelsey wasn't able to get any force behind his block. So he stood Kelsey up and swam him across his face. That allowed him then to get penetration, which allowed the, the double team that was on the front side not to be able to get to the backside block and pick up Warner. Hmm. And everything went to hell after that because now you're getting penetration from not just – uh, the linebacker, but now from the nose guard and the puller got knocked off of course because he got pushed back. Kelsey got pushed back into him, and yeah. that's why the play didn't go anywhere. They had trouble uh, containing that Contavious Street guy yesterday. Yeah, nice. he made a yeah. bunch of plays. Man. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. That's a big. That's now he's a big man. He's a root hog. Yeah, he's a, quick. a root hog. Yeah, man. Right. Yeah, man. He he, <laughs> he was he was just you know wherever he wanted to go. He was just going to go there. Whether you mm. want to stop him or not, he was just going to go. You wouldn't stop him from getting there. So, you know, that's why you have to run plays that are conducive to what your offensive line 
um, was doing best at that time. And that time they were playing better zone blocking concepts as opposed to man blocking concepts. When you see guys pulling and guys blocking down, those are man concepts. When you run zone concept, yeah. you get double teams. You get to move with the double team and flow. That way the back and then pick a hole, pick where he wants to go. He can set his blocks up better with those type of plays also. Mm. So that's that root next hog. level. Stuff, so that's – that, is it root hog? Is that an, an old offensive line term? That's exactly what it is. Root hog yeah. like Casey Case, uh, Hampton. He yeah. was a root hog guy because he just – once he sits there, you're not going to be able to move him. Once he keeps going in one direction. You just might as well just take him in that direction, try to speed him up a little bit when you're trying to get him, get him uh-huh. uh, across your face. Because once they want to go somewhere, they're not going anywhere. Like Ted, big Ted Washington. Yeah, I remember him. If Ted wanted to go somewhere, you weren't going to stop him from going there. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can accelerate him past the play if he was going there, but you're just not right. going to move him. Right. You know what I mean? Who, and who was the big defensive tackle that the Patriots had for so long out of Miami? Oh, uh, Will Fork. Uh, Wilford, yeah, Vince Wilford. Is he a root hog? Is that an example? Well, he was a D lineman, right? D lineman, yeah. If you put root hog in the dictionary, that's mm-hmm. who you would see, Vince Wolf. Right, right. Yeah. He was that exact same guy. You know, just a big guy. You know, and, and they just they just didn't move. But you didn't have to worry about them making plays anywhere else. You know, they're not gonna make a lot of plays behind the line of scrimmage. Because they're not gonna move past the line of scrimmage, but you're not gonna go past them in the line of scrimmage. You know he'll make a play right there. Right. Now, what did you think of one of the other kind of surprise teams that's two and zero? The Carolina Panthers. One of my big plays yesterday. And didn't we think over we the be, Saints? That yep. could have been a win for us. It yep. could have, should have, would have. Mm-hmm. No, I don't know now. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no. I. I mean, look. The only win on the schedule at the start of the season was Detroit. That was the one that you, you still had to go to Vegas. It didn't matter how good or bad Vegas was. That's a road game. And Carolina's right. on the road. Yeah. I mean, you you, might, you might win at Detroit, but you might only come home with one kneecap. That's fine. Uh, right. I'll take that. As long yeah. as it's not Devontae Smith or Jalen Hurts who are missing a kneecap, right. I'm, I'm fine with that. <laughs> but look, the Falcons, I mean, they have, I think people, I, I don't know, forgot or something along those lines about Christian McCaffrey because he got hurt. But he's just such a, a difference maker. They've got two receivers who you can throw the football down the field to consistently is, on the is outside. Temple's on what's his name? Um, uh, Robbie Anderson, DJ uh, Robbie Moore. Anderson. Yeah, and is he back yet? Or I know he was hurt at the beginning of the season. Is no, he back, now? back. Yeah, and yeah, he's playing. Sam Darnold okay. is playing in a system that's actually allowing him to throw the football. Mm-hmm. As crazy <laughs> as that is, and look, Darnold doesn't have to be. Here's the thing. Darnold doesn't have to be a top 10 quarterback for this team to win games. No. He's just asked to make a couple of throws out like a poor man's Bridgewater. Yep. And he has help. A lot of help. You have McCaffrey on the field and and you're screwing it up as a quarterback. I I don't know what to tell you. Bridgewater was thriving there last year, at least. And look, he's not a guy that takes shots downfield. So at least Darnold, you can do that. It's, you know, it's a great call that, Knew, uh, that you you had for Carolina beating them, but this is a team. I think they were always going to be tough against the Eagles. It was just a matter of how their defense would be mm. playing. Well, Phil Snow is the defensive coordinator uh, down there, and he's he knows how to coach defense. I, I can that I can tell you. Yeah, Phil's bringing yeah. that that three three defense mm-hmm. out. It's not, it's not a um, it's not like a, a three four defense. It's like it's a three three five. Yeah, three. It's a three yeah. three five, and and the reason guys like to run that. Is because you get more athletes on the field. Mm-hmm. 
You know, I mean, you have your three defensive line, not to say the defensive line aren't athletes, but you got your three defensive linemen, but you can add an extra linebacker or an extra yeah. safety that's going to play in the box that could cover uh, blitz when they want him to blitz, you know, and that's what he uses. You know, he wants to blitz guys like right. that. So, you know, it puts you in a better position to be able to blitz and get there from anywhere. You know, you can bring them from anywhere with that type of system. Right, and it also highlights how bad of a job that Gase guy did with the Jets and well, Sam Darnold. I mean, what I'm saying is that think you have about a guy that. who's able to throw the football in an offense that's just asking him to throw the football. Adam Gase right. had no idea what he was doing. Right. Oh, crazy eyes. Where's your yeah. idea? And look, they didn't have anywhere near the talent in Christian McCaffrey behind him, but at the same time, Darnold they, looked atrocious. They actually did. They had uh, the back that used to be with Pittsburgh. Nah, he was oh, Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. No, Le'Veon Bell was still at work. He just, no, he, he was, just went crazy. Christian McCaffrey at, at the time he was with the Jets. Come on. Well, if you took if you took Le'Veon Bell back when he was with Pittsburgh, he was all but right there with Christian McCaffrey. He was just as good. Just as good. Mm-hmm. Right there. Mm-hmm. He uh, fell off quickly. Yeah. Real quick. Oh, man. Yeah. Smoke uh, too much weed, man. You're, you're, yeah. That's a str- I think I might have to bring the whistle back. Oh, Oh, wow. What the reach whistle? That's a reach. You're telling me that Bell- put, put put Le'Veon Bell's compare Le'Veon Bell's numbers, his first four years in Pittsburgh, and compare uh, uh, Christian McCaffrey's first four years oh. with the Panthers. Bell was playing on a team that was as good. As- it doesn't matter. We're it's talking about we're talking about him as a player. Yeah, about him as a player. A better offensive line. He had a better quarterback, and he I'm had a better. Talk about him as a player, bro. This dude could catch out the backfield. He could put him everywhere. You could put um, McCaffrey. Can McCaffrey? Wait a second. Yeah, but you're used. Here's the thing, though. This is what tells me that I'm onto something. You're using McCaffrey as the measuring stick for how good Bell was. No, it's I good. I essentially talked about what Bell was. Bell was everything. Bell can do everything. He can run it between the tackles. I know he can run in between the tackles better than um better than McCaffrey. He may not be able to catch as good yeah, as that's McCaffrey. Fine. I don't want McCaffrey running between the tackles, to be honest with you, though. No, Bell, I, I would. Want, I want to do everything. <laughs> everything is a Bell was such a patient runner. Like he would be he'd be able to like sit behind the line of scrimmage for that split second and really figure out where the hole was, do like a jump cut and go. I mean, he, he had go. a really nifty turn way of running, man. Yep. Yeah. Go ahead and look up. at and look at some of the stuff that McCaffrey. I think you guys just forgot because he was hurt. That's fine. That's yeah, fine. he was gone all last year, and I, I haven't seen that much. Well, of I him. get it. I get it. Yeah. I understand it. I, he's great. You guys are killing me here. Now, now we talked about this before. You asked about Gase. Is, is he still in the league? Adam Gase is coaching high school football in <laughs> Ypsilanti, Michigan. He's an offensive coordinator. He's for, the, the for Lincoln High School. He's not even yeah. the the head coach. He's the OC. Wow. Really. Yeah. Now I wonder if he has to be like a janitor there. Like, there's a lot of times you make, you know, the guys that are coaches have to work at the school too, either as a teacher or something else. Right. So there's probably a lot more responsibility. There's probably a lot more uh, of a stringent, Mm -hmm. just checking balance of of you getting that job. Maybe he's like a custodian. Oh, I had to do it. And then he's the coach. He cuts the grass. <laughs> right, right. He's like sweeping up the gym floor with those crazy eyes. Wait, <laughs> wait a second. Is that is that who's the head coach though? Do I don't know? know. I don't know. I got to find out. It's Lincoln High School in Ypsilanti, Michigan. It's his old hometown. Well, hey, I hate to do it to myself, but guess where Le'Veon Bell is? The same high school. 
No, Le'Veon Bell is on the practice squad with the Ravens. Oh, really? I'm sorry. Yeah. How is he still practice squad? Man, <laughs> That's yeah. what I'm saying. I know I they had Tyson and, and, and all, but I, look, I mean. You can I protect would, some guys, though, can't you, on those practice yeah, squad? Not everybody's yeah. available. And I'm not saying that Bell should be snatched up. I'm saying that Bell, I'm surprised that they can't find usage for Bell in that backfield that's just been marred by injury. I tell you, San Francisco could use him. They lost three running backs in five-minute span in that fourth quarter yesterday. And, you know, of course, they're down most, or maybe they make a deal for him. Trey Sermon losing that football off the head. He got a concussion. He got a concussion. Yeah. Yeah. But you kind of felt that coming, right? Not the concussion, but that him losing the football. It's the first play that he had. Well, when when was that? Fourth quarter? I think so. Third quarter? Fourth. Fourth quarter. He put the guy in for his first carry of the game because the other guy was fumbling. And he just kind of felt like, all right, man, here we go. Another opportunity. I didn't think it was going to be a concussion. Bro. Unfortunately, he got brought back. But He stayed on his face and just grabbed his head. Hmm. You knew. Yeah. 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 That was unfortunate, man. You knew. Look, I, I think the the biggest takeaway now is, and Sirianni pulled an Andy Reid on this whole thing, saying it's on him, it's on him, it's on him. All right. right. I Look, think he was genuine about it, though. Oh, no, That's yeah. I'm not saying that he was lying or full of shit. I'm just saying, like, again, th- this guy keeps doubling down. And as a better, that's a very risky way to live. <laughs> you know, as a better. Yeah. You, you come off of that game in Atlanta and you double it down with the T-shirts and with all this stuff surrounding AI. you. Yeah. Right. Now, when you keep saying to yourself, oh, it's on me, it's on me. Andy Reid had GP. Andy Reid had a resume. Andy Reid was able mm-hmm. to get over that. And here's another thing, too, and Barrett can speak to this, even though he wasn't here technically with Reid, but since he's been covering the team, with Reed, guys loved that. Yes, absolutely loved it. When he take the bullet, oh my yeah, god, yeah, yeah, oh fell on the sword. Yeah, they loved it. They yeah. loved it. So if it works for Sirianni, then that's fine. My point of it, like I'm not criticizing. You win a bet that you double down. Great, congratulations. I'm just saying it's a dangerous strategy to uh, apply here moving forward when you keep doubling down on that. Yeah. And, now what next? Like, does he go and, and laminate the chart? So it doesn't get wet in the rain like uh, Kotite needed to do years ago. Oh, the chart got wet. Remember that one? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Or did you go back to playing buddy ball on defense for Buddy Ryan? Just I mean, how far back do you go? I, I don't know. Could you? All right. So here's the thing. How far away are we from Sirianni showing up to a press conference wearing a T-shirt that says buddy ball? Oh, yeah. Oh, Seth would love that one. Uh, he he no he'd probably he'd walk across he just get off the set, you know, put put his mic out, put his mic down, and walk over there. Oh so, yeah, oh, no, we we can't do this, bro. We can't do this. <laughs> you can't talk about Buddy like that, man. Wait, you, know, you can't talk about Buddy. What what is Seth's thoughts on, uh, or what are I guess technically since they're multiple, his thoughts on the whole T-shirt stuff and and everything that came out this past week? I'm sure he he, he just he just thinks it's pageantry also. Mm, pageantry, that's a great yeah. word for it. Pageantry. I like that. Hey, um, I hate to, I hate to do it to you about Christian McCaffrey's stats versus Le'Veon Bell. Uh, what are you talking about? I told you that it's not about you are right now comparing stats and not comparing circumstance as well is shocking as an individual who played offensive line. I must say that's what happens when you start reading the chat, brother. 
You oh, moved away from who you are. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! They got me, dog. They got me. All right. So the the head coach you asked and Wait I found second. out. Yeah, the head coach in Ypsilanti, Michigan, for Lincoln High School. We brought Ypsilanti up before. We, we did. Yeah. Yes, yeah. we have. There yes, was a have. story or something that, that happened in Ypsilanti. No, it was like somebody famous who was in a game, a coach or a player. Yeah. Right? Oh. Wait, wait a second. Is Ypsilanti where Eastern Michigan was from? Was it Charlie Batch? Yes, I think. I think it might have been related to Charlie Batch when we had him on. Famous alums? And then we looked it up, and Adam Gase, who was born there, that's exactly what it was. Yes, yep. that's yeah. what it was. And that's how yeah. I found out that he's the high school okay. offensive coordinator. But the head coach is Christopher Westfall. Not Barrett. Paul Westfall. No, not Paul Westfall. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's still with us, Paul no, Westfall. He's not. Yeah. Who's a great player. Wow. wow. Yeah. I didn't realize that. I wonder what he makes to be the offensive coordinator of a high school team in rural Michigan. Probably an extra an extra twelve hundred bucks. You think so for the season? <laughs> Twelve hundred bucks. <laughs> it's like a hundred bucks a game. What, yep. What's the, yeah. Seriously, what's the attraction to do this? Is well, it, usually, are you usually you're um, aren't you usually like a a, a teacher or that's what I said. Or you know, like, like as a head coach, yeah. Usually yeah. they rope you into other stuff. Right. Yeah. But you gotta be like that. You can just skate around and not a social play. studies teacher, and then right, you're a social studies teacher yeah. or a shop teacher, and then right. you um you get like an extra on top of your salary, you get an extra five thousand dollars right to your salary to be the coach. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. usually how it goes. I just maybe he's a bus driver <laughs> during during the day, and then coaches in the afternoon. That would be you imagine crazy eyes gaze pulling up, pulling up to your bus stop and opening up <laughs> the door with those eyes. Get in. Come on in. What does he sound like? Do we even know I what that know. guy sounds like? Get in. We'll just do you see, do you see a little girl sitting there? <laughs> She'd start Why crying. Are you at? Why are you looking at me like yeah, that? My bus driver's a psycho. <laughs> There's no way you let your child on that bus, no. right? No, no way. way. Uh, we'll wait for the next one. What's his name? Um, uh, uh, what was that? Bubba Gump, a Gump, or you know, Forrest Gump? Forrest yeah. Gump. I don't talk. I don't talk to strangers. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, seriously, there's definitely some crazy. I guarantee you, there's some stupid or or belligerent or just wild story that's centering around. Adam Gaze mm. and that high school and just how okay, stay away from that guy, man. He's weird. <laughs> He's weird. Yeah. You know, Penn State, by the way, real quick on September yeah. 2nd was an 80 to one long shot to win it all. Wow. They're, they're ranked sixth in the country now up from 10th, I believe. And they're with a 22 that win. to one shot now. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. What a or, day. Oregon's up to third. Uh, Oklahoma slipped down one, even though they, they got a win. Yeah, but they they're just, not impressive. No, no, they're not. Impre- this Spencer Rattler. Where's all that Spencer Rattler hype for Heisman? I know, I know. Now the quarterback for Alabama's, I think, the lead uh the lead dog in the Heisman race, isn't he? As he should. You think he wins it? I, I think he's no, right I, now and he's in the lead. In the lead. The running back from Michigan's pretty darn good, too. Yeah, so is the kid from Ohio State, not named Master Teague. <laughs> what I forget his they, but they've got two now in there. Mm-hmm. Like Clemson is a ten to one shot, even following their loss. Yeah, that's well, that's because of that's because of the conference they play in. 
Right. Because they know they can still win that conference with one loss early in the season to Georgia. Maybe they can sneak in. You know? That's wild. Yeah, it was yeah. a crazy day. Early games were not were not good. Army yeah. backdoor cover they allowed. Fresno State, baby. I didn't think they'd win outright, but the eleven and a half was a gift. Well, that's what the I, I had has- on Wednesday morning. I had them, I had the it was a couple of it that under that under was fifty three. Yep, Penn early. State under hit. Yep, and then the only loss I had was Florida State. Only loss I had was Oklahoma hmm. on that five play round robin. There was a Cincinnati was down. Yep, and then they came back. That was a winner oh, for me. The over seventy six on Tulane and Ole Miss hit with like nine minutes to go in the third quarter. How about that? Amazing to watch. Yeah, that quarterback for Ole Miss is pretty darn good too. Yeah, he is. Corral. Yeah, he is. And they have Alabama next. That's going to be a good game. You that think that's could a be? I think so. Is that Iron Bowl? No, no, no. That's Auburn. That's Auburn. That's Auburn. Okay. Auburn has Georgia in a couple of weeks. Oh. Uh, how about Coastal Carolina? Yeah. Top 17. Yeah. Yep. They keep BYU winning. BYU 16. Yeah, I was surprised with BYU got that, that win the other night. Arizona State game. Yep. Yeah, Arizona State lost. Utah lost. UCLA yep. lost. USC Pac-12 rolled. took a beating. Yeah, USC rolled with a backup quarterback, too. Slovis got hurt early in the in that game, and he the kid came in. His last name is Dart. That's a great name for a quarterback. <laughs> Throw some darts, man. That's we need that. We need, to, we need to start compiling a list of all uh, all time game um, all time names of of um, of players, man, at their position. Like a kicker, right. his last name is Legs. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Jackson Dart, J A X S O N Dart. What a name! Right. <laughs> I like that. Dart is fantastic. Yeah, yeah it is. I still darts, out, and I guarantee you that there's every week. Look at him throwing those darts. Huh? <laughs> or receiver, a receiver last name Hands mm-hmm. <laughs> or Hand. <laughs> yeah, absolutely a hand, right? Now, how was the broadcast with uh, your, your compadre there? It was pretty good, man. Yeah. Like he, he, he's he's, he's, a, he's a game. He's a very oh, it was a great game. Um, he's a veteran guy, you know. Sean Sean's been doing it a while, man. Sean Kenny, been doing it a while. He made it easy for me. Okay. When you get when you get a good play by play guy, he'll let you. Yeah. He'll set you up. You know, understand it. You know, when you go through your notes and everything, you talk to him about it. You know, that's why I try to talk to these guys as much as I can uh, to fill them in. You know, because um. You know, if he he understands what your strengths are, you no, know, he it's, it's easy to tee it up. You know, right? And that's what he did. He did that well. Like like the uh, what do you call it? Um, Nevada's coach, right? Mm-hmm. Former player, uh, played for for, for uh, the Raiders. Um, he was a coach of the Raiders and all that stuff. Well, he had a meltdown. He went absolutely just nuts, going off on officials, two plays in a row. And he got a technical. I mean, not technical, but a flag. He threw a flag on him. And uh, for unsportsmanlike, uh, by a coach. Wow. 15 yards back, takes yeah, him out of field goal range. Involved in that, right? Jay Norvell? Yeah, Jay Norvell. Jay Norvell. Wasn't that the Greg Lewis confrontation? No, that was a different game. Yeah. So long that was, story that long. That was the Cleveland Browns and the Chiefs last week. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he, you know, so it, it brought me back to a place where – I remember Bill Cower going off like that because we were playing terrible, man. We, you know, we 
we weren't even in the game, man. And he got so hot, he got mad and started cussing out the refs and everything. Got a flag thrown on him. And then after that, he called everybody up real fast. Hey, everybody get in here. Look, I messed up. You guys got to bail me out. You got to bail me out. We've got to win this freaking game. Bail me out, guys. And everybody got all hype and everything. And then we end up smashing him. I was like, yeah. Now he can use that in the same sense with his team, get his guys fired up. And they turn around. They make the play, they go in and they score on the play. And I thought this could be the this could be the turnaround for this team, right. rallying behind their coach to make sure that he doesn't look bad for yeah. getting a um getting a foul uh on a play. But it didn't work. I hate now, what to did, do it to him. What did you think of Carson Strong now that you saw him up close? Not He's, Carson Walsh, by the no. way. Back in the game. He's got a <laughs> Carson, job. To do. He, he he looks the part, man. He looks the part. He he has he has a very live arm, uh, makes great decisions. He just was outclassed, I think, by the talent that um, Big Twelve, Big Twelve has. You know, he was just he was just outmatched. They just they were in his face the whole time. You know, they went to a different defense. K State went to a different defense. They didn't run as much. They went to a three down, three by three defense, and it really put them in a position where they were to blitz from different places. And and uh, they have a stud nose guard was able to press the pocket. And he couldn't step up anytime. So, you know, mm. he couldn't really get the ball out like he wanted to. And it was, you know, throwing under the rest. He's still going to be uh, one of the top. He's a top 10 quarterback in this year's draft. Definitely. He's off the board right now, by the way. Is I, he? Yeah, they took him off the board after that. I was really surprised, uh, speaking of quarterbacks, that there was no Trey Lance sighting in the game yesterday. I, I did, too. I thought especially, especially when they went three and out in the first yep. three possessions. Like, yep. That, I think, shows you how – Look, this is not Mac Jones, Cam Newton. This is not Jalen Hurts, Carson Wentz even. There were multiple opportunities in two weeks to go to Trey Lance. Multiple opportunities. When you're up by a million in Detroit and picking spots, especially as Jimmy Garoppolo couldn't hit any – he couldn't hit the broad side of a yacht in that first quarter slash first half. And what does that tell you? That they didn't force – Trey Lance right. out there. They didn't force him out there for a play, anything like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe there is something about Jimmy Garoppolo's confidence that Kyle Shanahan is concerned about shaking, or maybe they're not confident yeah. in Trey Lance. I, I don't know what it is, Yeah. but for two straight weeks, there were opportunities to go to this young man, and they only went to him once. Yeah. Well, you know, I talked to Joe Staley. I interviewed Joe Staley before last week's game. This and he said, it's, it's, yeah, Detroit. yeah. Uh, this this past game for this, you know, I interviewed him. You know, all pro, leading up to the tackle. Eagles game. Yeah, yeah, leading up to the yeah. Eagles game, and he um he said, well, you know, you guys might think that it's a quarterback controversy, but there's no quarterback controversy in uh in the, with the 49ers. You know, at this point, Jimmy G's the guy. He <laughs> is the guy. He sprinkled him in. You know, not because he wanted to. I mean, or he had to. He just wanted to see what he could do once or twice. But it's not going to be a reoccurring event. Uh, that uh, he's going to be, you know, switching in and out with Jimmy G. Jimmy G's the man that are going forward. The team uh, believes in him. Um, they really don't say anything about uh, Trey Lance, be, you mm. know, getting any reps in any type of capacity. You know, Jimmy G's who they're going to use going forward. Well, one yeah. thing's for certain: the coach is out on Brandon Ayuk. Oh yeah, he does oh, not play him. They've he has two targets crazy, this, isn't this season. Well, they yeah. say he's in the doghouse. I know that's he's, what I'm saying. Yeah, they say he was in a doghouse. By the way, with Shanahan. Yeah, Joe said he was in a doghouse. Uh, you know, 
during training camp, and he hasn't let him out the doghouse yet. Mm. And he had a great camp too. Right. And I he's guess they got into an altercation though. or something. He is talented. And you can get him the ball fast in space. Like this is uh, this is surprising. Now coaching hubris. Out. Is that what this is? Is that yeah. what ultimately this yeah. is going to come? Well, he's two and zero too. I'm winning. If he's zero and two, and the only thing that's changed in this entire Ayuk scenario is that they're zero and two. You think we see Ayuk next week? Yes. <laughs> yes. right. I don't know. I'm, asking. I, I'm not. I'm, I'm legit asking. Maybe. I mean, the tone of of how Barrett said that was Staley, and we had stats on Rob Guerrero last week leading up to the Niners game. I was an, on his show, and and he referenced the same thing, and spoke about how difficult it is to come out of that with Kyle Shanahan. Yeah. Why would Shanahan budge right now? No, he not now because they're two and zero. But they got Green Bay. Seattle and at Arizona in the next couple games, their next three games. We'll see what Green Bay looks. What do you think Green Bay looks like tonight? I'm anxious to see because I total I, I really, reversal. Yeah, I really think that um I he's gonna um, I really think they go, you know, he's gonna be all right. You guys thought that you know that that was me the first game. Let me show you guys. You guys must have forgot. I was just I was just you know the MVP. I'm still that guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That one bad game, you just want to count me out. Okay. All you know right. what, all right, A-Rod, I got you. To what extent, though? Because I, I think this is what I'm concerned about and why I wouldn't bet the over on the this game, is that I, I could see a, a 33-7 to 7 absolute ass-whooping where Aaron Rodgers doesn't put up 500 yards and Devontae Adams doesn't go for a buck 90 and Aaron Jones doesn't have three touchdowns on the ground. But to your point, there is zero doubt of a Packers team that just was humiliated in week one. So that that's where I set like that's what I don't know what to expect from from a betting standpoint tonight is I'm with you. I it's way too easy to not fall into this narrative, which I do, which is the Packers going to come out and destroy the Lions. Mm-hmm. Hey we got a break man. By how much listen right? to Barrett calling a break. Yeah we got a break oh, this ain't a radio show. Wow. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go to get your spin on. Go to get your spa on. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub. And in your drink. Go for the steaks. And the steak. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. Glasses for cocktails, right? It's for this, 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 and that. Is the length of the glass equal to your... You betcha. But is it made out of... Glass? Okay, but is the rim... Smooth? Will you stop doing... That? I'm the professional here. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. All from the company that's highly awarded. Zero cars, zero sugar, and deliciously tasting vodka. So good, it just disappears
when it comes to the fight against insurance companies, large corporations, and the healthcare industry, injured victims are always the underdog. But that doesn't worry us. At Messon Associates, we're an injury law firm from Philadelphia, and we come to fight. Our clients know that they've got representation with a chip on its shoulder, and it's the same chip that makes Philly the toughest city in the country. Call 215-568-3500 or visit us online at messalaw.com. Messon Associates, the toughest injury firm in Philadelphia. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resorts. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Back here, final 40 minutes or so. We pushed it a little later because you know, we end on that 55. So. Right. That's now, all. the stream is pointing out um, or asking the question about why is Jordan Howard on the practice squad? Couldn't he have been utilized in that goal line situation? The thought crossed my mind yesterday as well. I'm like, they don't really have a back that's kind of really made to do that kind of thing. A thumper. They don't have right. a thumper. They need a thumper. And then somebody, uh, Boom Bap, ch- chimes in and says, he's three quarters done. Well, if that's the case, then if I'm not saying it is, but if it is, why do you even have him on the practice squad? He's like, not three quarters done. He can still ball, man. He, he, yeah. You see the way he's not a guy that you're going to go in. He's going to, you know, take you, you know, uh, from 20 to 20. He's not a 20 to 20 guy. You know what I'm saying? He's not going to take you across the field like that, but he's a red zone guy that you could use to get those tough yardage you know uh going in on goal line situations and 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 blocking on on um you know downs where they need him to be a guy to come in and step up and take the block right. he's that type of guy that's what he's you know relegated to now he's on the practice squad because they just want to activate him because they love the fact that um you know what they have going on with the two backs they're using now what's keeping him from being on the 53 man roster is the inability to play special teams Oh. You got to play special teams, oh, man. This special I don't know why team. guys don't want to do it. I mean, run down on kickoffs. Yeah. You know, do punt. Yeah. Do whatever you can do. That's the only reason J-Jaw is still on the roster. But and again, he knows that. He understands that. Place that is. You got you, you to be able to do it, man. People don't understand that being on special teams will keep you in the league a long time. A real long time. Long snappers play for, for 18, 19 years. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just to do that, why? Why not learn? I started trying to learn long snap when I got to um, when I got to Pittsburgh, and I'm in year eight. I started learning how to long snap. I'd be practicing long snap just in case emergency roll. Is that right? Poor child can long snap. I'd be long snapping it. There was, I, there was never a time where I had to go in a game and long snap. Mm-hmm. Thank God, but I would practice long snapping. You know, just to stay around, man. Just to stay around. You know, there was a guy do that though. Huh? 
all the time. But you never played. You you were never a long snapper, right? I was never a long snapper until I got to Pittsburgh, and then I started practicing it, and right. I got good enough that I could been I could have been an emergency long snapper on PAT or field goal or you know maybe even punt. Okay, without any practice, if you just stepped up right now to a football field, who's the better long snapper, you or John Dorambos? Oh, there's no question, John. Okay, John, I'm you to know gauge how good of a long snapper you were. That's all. Mm. Put it like this: I could go in there and I could be I could be visible right now as a long snapper in a in a in a in a in a pinch or a crunch. Okay, to go in and and do a pay, get the ball back on PAT uh, for for a play. Now, who's the better magician, you or Dorambos? It's got to be me, man. The way you I can make, yeah, the way I can make Big Macs disappear, bro. I was gonna say White yeah. Castles. From I can get White Castles just hat. like this. <laughs> you, you, I've seen you turn water into wine. Right. So, <laughs> I don't know what Dorian Bose is doing there, but I, I've seen Barrett pull something out of his hat. Wow. <laughs> Chris Angel. I've seen Barrett el- levitate in, <laughs> in a box above. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, your wow. boy called me, man. Uh, your boy just called me. Um, Who, Baldy? No, uh, Harry. Harry boy just called me. Um, Who? Uh, Michael Bradley? No, 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 no. Rich Berg. Oh, okay. Oh, former oh, from Temple. From yeah. Temple, yeah. He yeah, just yeah. called me. Well, okay. you got the game this week. That's why yeah, he probably yeah. wants to get together with you. Well, yeah, we just should get Rich on the show. We could. We've all had interactions and worked with him at some point. He's doing right. well. Mm-hmm. Right? Squad ain't doing well, but he's doing well. No, they 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 were awful this past weekend. Right. Well, you know, Rich got, started out with the Eagles when I was yeah. there. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. The Eagles to the mm-hmm. right. Yep. Temple. To, yeah. To Temple. Temple. Yep. Yeah. Oh, he he ran a tight ship with the Eagles for sure. You know, there was a, a long snapper in the league for a long time. I think he was in the league over 12 years. He spent at least 10 with the Packers that came from Shippensburg. Yes, I played with him. Davis. Davis. Ron Davis. Yes. Yeah. Ron Davis. Larry? Yeah. What's were you, that? Were you his TA? Uh, no, no, he was, I mean, he was at Shippensburg, I want to say in the early nineties, early nineties. Yeah. 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 He's, he's, he's with the Packers. He's in player development now or something. He's like a front office guy. Yeah. Yep. 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 I played with him and then, um, I, you know, every time I used to play against him, we'd always talk, you know, me and him became pretty good friends. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he stayed with the organization, man, working in that capacity, man. Something up up in the front office. I, I forget what it was. Would you say he's player development? Yeah, it's like uh, director of player development. He was in the league from 93 to 2007. Yep. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I played Long with him in, in 2000, 2002. Yeah, 2002. With Green Bay. Yeah. yeah. With Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Dan Schwartz sure. called. <laughs> I thought that's who it was. Did Dan Schwartzman call? Well, here, here's why is because there's nobody on the show that we've had that would abuse the relationship that Harry has with Barrett more so than Dan. Nobody. Oh, uh, can you give me? Hey, buddy, can you give me Barrett's number? I want to get him on a show. No doubt. Right. Oh, he's abused every uh, colleague's any type of relationship any of his colleagues have had with anybody famous. He will abuse it. Yep, I'm surprised. Hey, Barrett hasn't been on like six or whatever the hell he's doing. Yeah. Oh, you he's guys a, didn't give him my number. He's a serial abuser. Is right. what he is. Right. <laughs> not as bad as that whole knife fiasco. I'm not going to get into it there. Barrett passing off this <laughs> thing on me. Wait, what? What? 
Remember that that whole thing about the Cutco knives. That is oh, oh yeah, we had the salesman call you. Yeah. Oh, that was terrible. Look, I, I yeah, seriously, man, I, I <laughs> felt terrible. Hey, Poor young kid. Hey, Barrett says you're interested in buying some knives. <laughs> And I had him on speakerphone. My wife perks up. She's like, no, no. Just get off the phone. Because he's playing the whole sympathy card with Barrett and all. And I'm like, oh, sure. yeah, yeah, Barrett. Any friend of Barrett's friend of mine. Yeah, I didn't know yeah. what it was. I thought right. maybe this is related to Barrett or a buddy of his, a work associate. I don't know what the hell's it's going the on. pastor's son. That's what it was. See, there pastor. you go. Oh, like, there you go. Terrible. But so there's, to, there's a religious angle. Yeah, There's a yeah. spiritual angle here, Aton. I should have hey, just but, told him, like, don't waste your time on me. I'm Jewish. I'm going to hell anyway. Right. <laughs> Maybe that would have been it. Hey, but there's one thing that did upset me in this last game. Yeah. Oh, I didn't think that was possible. This mere the the mere fact that if you looked at the you know go back and look at the game. Look how many red jerseys are in the lower in bowl, the stands. Bro. I in noticed stand. it too. Yeah. Yes. And, uh, so you know my captain, my boy at my doc, he's like, no, there were a lot of people there. There were a you lot see of how many 49 fans. fans are here. Mm -hmm. And I'm walking through. I'm walking through when I get when I get back. I'm walking through going to going to uh, work inside the you know parking lot, mm -hmm. and there's 49 fans ever walking around proud. Right. I'm like, what the hell is this? Yep. Yeah. And a lot of representation. Now, uh, you know, how many of those are, are from the Delaware Valley area? Uh, a lot. I bet a lot. Here's here's what I think also is happening is that people went into that selling tickets on the secondary market. Mm -hmm. And you had just people thinking eh, it's home opener. Yeah, but COVID, the mm -hmm. issues are getting there. It's expensive. Mm -hmm. It's a team that I'm not really sure about. That's hmm. the San Francisco 49ers travel, but they don't travel like we do. Clearly, that was surprising to see yeah. a sea of red. And I saw pictures of that. I, I did a post game show um, with that with, with somebody who was there as well. And she was bringing up how just ridiculous it was at times to see the lower bowl. I don't know. Maybe, though, the lower bowl, maybe that should tell us. Maybe there's a some sort of a hint. Those are more expensive They're seats. They're expensive seats, yeah. Right. Yeah, so, more of the corporate client. Exactly. But look, in the stream you saying know? the same thing. Look, it said they were all down in Center City on, on Saturday. You know, I mean, it was crazy. It was well, it was thick, man. They said they were riding um I was I was listening to uh radio and they said they were riding uh, you know, um the train and everything else, man, you know, what, subway, subway. Yeah. Uh, on buses, mm -hmm. jerseys everywhere. Yeah. Well, hopefully you're listening to a credible radio host because we don't have many of them there. And it could just be somebody saying, you know, I was down there and I saw these guys <laughs> on the train and they were dashed. And then, <laughs> Are there too many Niners fans? We'll take your call. <laughs> right. Did you see? <laughs> That's exactly way, what it was, too. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Now, did you see the uh, Eagles fan? I think they showed it on ESPN on their pregame show briefly from the parking lot. An Eagles fan was walking like walking a dog, but he had the leash around a 49ers helmet and he's dragging it through the parking lot. Get out. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was pregame. That was before everything happened. Right, right. Uh, I think that was on the NFL, right? Was it, was it the NFL today? Yeah. 
one of the one of the network shows. Yep. Yeah. Uh, what did you think about uh, Schlereth on the uh, on the, the broadcast? Play, on the broadcast, the color, and what was that guy? Is that Amin? Yeah, Adam Amin. Adam Amin. Yeah. Honestly, play by play. Who cares? That was my opinion on it. Not like I'm not saying like, oh, who cares? These guys were just there. Yeah, I think he did an okay job. Eh, I I don't know. Look, I'd we'll rather. Here's the thing. I I don't like listening to the local radio call, and I know I'm in the minority. That's fine. Right. I'm here to have an argument, but I I don't. I always feel like Mike Quick never has a a, perf- a, a really good opportunity to expand on stuff. Mm-hmm. A lot of things are said. Yeah. for him in that role and it's really frustrating because i want to hear a lot about what mike quick has to say and i just don't think that he's featured enough no, in that he, broadcast. he's not he's and not that, the, the other guy's in love with his own sound of his own voice it's frustrating yeah it's frustrating. Mm. but but here's another thing too is and, and look i mean i love t-mac our t-mac from back in the 97 days Tom yes. McCarthy as well tom mcginnis t-mac but we've we've got some homers here mm. as well and every now and again like i don't want to hear blame the refs blame the refs blame the refs the whole time right so well, the flyers I, broadcast is no, noted for that yeah but i and my that was just my my point about schlereth and amin was that that's that was i think refreshing for it is that you got you got a consistent game mm-hmm. i still think that a keep to leave should have been in there but that's just me <laughs> well, you well, know he's what? on I, a, he's I, on another crew he yeah he did a, a game man. yesterday who's he work with his chris myers right is it Chris Myers? Oh, man. Well, it's easy to make yourself look good when you're next to him. Do you think they did that on purpose? <laughs> I don't know, man, but he deserves he deserves better than that. But look, you know, it, it's, it's crazy because on, on Wednesdays, Wednesdays at, at 2 o'clock, I have, a, I have a meeting that I do with, um, with Espen, you know, with, with, with uh, the Big 12, the Big 12 guy that, you know, he divvies out the games and you know, he kind of he, he walks me through, you know, the pros and cons, what I did good, what I did bad, you know, what I need to work on, you know. And a lot of the people are starting to base their color analysts on, on you know, kind of what, you know, what's his name from Dallas, what he does. Romo. Um, Romo. Yeah. Everybody wants you to be a Romo-esque. Like predict what Predict calling. the play, yeah. Predictability, you know, calling the play, you know, showing what's out there and seeing how they can – how they can expand upon, you know, uh, pushing the ball down the field or stop this right here. They they want that now. Well, so I promise not to do that. What's more important to you? And, I, and I'm going to ask you specifically as somebody watching as, as a former player, but also for everybody else out here, because we're all watching the same thing at the end of the day. We're all watching the same product. What's more important to you? And, and I don't think that these two things can't coexist by any means, but if you had an analyst that was really sharp at one or the other, what would you rather have? Would you rather have the analyst sit there pre-snap with 10 seconds winding down on the play clock explaining what's about to happen and then it happens, or would you rather have somebody be really good with the marker and explain, almost coach you as to what just happened After on the, the play? play? Yeah, because yes. I, both are really difficult to nail. Yeah, it's, it's um, and I find myself – Starting the game out, just just really throwing. All right, they're in cover two, and watch on this play. The offensive line runs a power play, and I say it at the end of the play. So I go through what happened on the play. But as we get into the game a little more, then I start to predict more. All right, you know, you see what happened just now. Now they had it. They could have hit the seams on the seam route. I guarantee you that 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 tight end is going to go back to his coach. Say, hey, coach, I was open on this, and you might see this play 
two or three plays down the road because he saw that and saw how wide open he was. And then you go to the next play, you know, and so you're trying to set up something to set something else up. Right. All right. This is why they're trying to, this is how they're trying to stop uh, that four down lineman. They're trying to make sure they get to the line, snap it before he can get off because they're creating all kind of penetration, stopping the run play. And I mean, you start trying to do that. You start trying to predict it because that's what, that's what um, ESPN wants now. Mm. They want more. So have they told you that. Yes. They've told you specifically. They, wow. They, I, we I want you to be more like Romo. Yes. Wow. Now, yes. what happens if you're wrong? Well, that's what I'm saying. You know, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, don't say, well, this is exactly going to happen. You say, this yeah. is the probability of this happening is, is definitely. Well, now um, you're a weatherman. Right. Do they, do they, <laughs> now, you're, now you're somebody in the morning giving out weather info. It's like, well. It's but you know do they keep up. score at the end? Like they send you an email, right, no. hey, you got 20 <laughs> plays right and you got six plays wrong. <laughs> no, but you know what? You kind of have a way in which you can go in there and kind of predict. You just, there is a level of predictability because you talk to the coaches. You kind of know what they – because coaches are pretty open and up front with us when we when we sit down and have a meeting with them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because when I go, when I go and sit down with these coaches – I come in with a game plan because I've watched, you know, a hell of a lot of film on them. You know what I'm saying? I I, I might have watched, you know, three or four hours of film. So I kind of know what they like to do, what they don't like to do, what other teams have done to hurt this team. and this. So I come in with a game plan, what questions to ask. And, you know, it kind of puts me a leg up on, all right, I know when you BS me, you're not BS me. And when they figure out that I already know what I'm talking about, then they tend to open up a little more. You know, yeah. so that's how I yeah. approach it. So I get a little predictability. You know, I knew Kansas State has just switched from a four down to a three down team. And the reason why they did that, because they wanted more athletes on the field. They wanted to put their playmakers out there. And that way they have you can send it from, a you know, a married of different places because they have, you know, three linebackers out there, four linebackers out there, as opposed to just having uh, an extra D lineman down there. So they yeah, can generate so- pressure by still sending four. Right. But it'll still one guy will come from a different place. Then usually they'll still send four, but somebody's going to come from either the backfield or cat blitz or something like that just to throw off the quarterback. Mm. So I came with him with that game plan, told him that he was like, you're absolutely right. That's why we did this. Yeah, And it kind of made it easier. Then I talked to, you know, coach climbing about, all right, you do have a, you have a run blocking offensive line or a pass blocking defensive line. I mean, offensive line. He said, well, you know, we're more suited to, to, you know, run the ball. And I'm like, so I really got into it. I started talking to him. Hey man, well, this is what I've seen. This is how I thought, you know, they played and yada, 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 yada. And he's like, yeah. So if, if, at the end of the conversation, he had opened up and told me things about each player that I was able to use on the broadcast and kind of predict, yeah, they're going to run the ball. And they had over 200 yards rushing. Hmm. That's good so, work. By the way, you're right on chat. He did go to Penn Charter, Mike McGlinchey. McGlinchey? Okay. Yeah. Um, I thought so. All right. So let's look at this here. We have an extra day this week to ramp up for this Monday night football game. We have a game tonight, thank goodness. There's college football turning around, by the way. We've got Wednesday action. Oh, yeah? In the MAC? Yes, we – well, I don't think it's MAC-tion per se, oh. right? Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday football. I can, you know, I kind of liked Wednesday football last year. Uh, say, no, we have a thir- we have a Thursday – wait. I thought on. that Liberty – wasn't there a game – Oh, Liberty – do they play Syracuse – Hey, bro. Liberty. There's a line on the game. Yeah, Liberty plays Syracuse on Friday night. Oh, Friday night. I Friday night. And there's a Thursday night game between Marshall and Appalachian State, which is probably not going to be too bad. Wait a second. Why is my – I have a preview due tomorrow for a game. I thought mm. that 
Wake Forest, Virginia, Friday night, UNLV, Fresno State, Friday night, and Middle Tennessee, Charlotte, Friday night. What about Marshall App State? When's that? That's Thursday. Thursday night. And what the hell did the thing do tomorrow for? I thought it might have been Wednesday. That's my fault. I think. No. That's not a bad game, though. No, it's not at all. I, I, why is this Penn State Nova not on? Do you see a line on that? Uh, let me see. Let me check. No, I don't. I might jump in Penn State. <laughs> or, pardon me. I might jump in Notre Dame. Let me check. Plus five and a half right now. Against Wisconsin. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Wisconsin. I, I, yeah. What, what do they do to impress anybody? Nothing. Nothing. They don't play. They don't no. even play games anymore. Their, their offense is just so boring. Mundane. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they, they got no explosive ability whatsoever. No, nope. I just want to pound a rock. Yeah. All right. So we got a busy one tomorrow. We'll continue to kind of look at it. Uh, last quick thing here. Anybody taking a side on this game? It's a 12 point line. The total is 48 and a half. I'm going to pound the under. That's my play. You're pounding the under. Wow. And TJ Hawkinson over four and a half receptions. I like that. I love Hawkinson over four and a half. That's a lock. Anybody else? I don't see a line on Villanova. It's off. Penn it's off. State. The oh, it's not. Okay. All right, we'll, we'll figure okay. that out. We got a lot going on here. You good, mm. Barrett? What's I'm the good, money bro. line for the Packers? How much is how steep is that? It's it's not worth it. Yeah. It's unless yeah. you're putting Barrett <laughs> Brooks money up there, that Floyd Mayweather check that he right. just got from that game on Kansas State, then yeah. I wouldn't do it. <laughs> no, don't don't say tell anybody he's gambling now. He's doing the games. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. You oh, can't, I know you I can't am gamble. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to a betting show, and I've already used that I work with Barrett Brooks who's on these calls as insight. So <laughs> oh, is that <laughs> insider trading? All right, we'll see. Uh, have a great one. Back on it. All right, fellas. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go to get your spin on. Go to get your spa on. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub. And in your drink. Go for the steaks. And the steak. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. The glass is for cocktails, right? It's for this, 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 and that. Is the length of the glass equal to your... You betcha. But is it made out of... Glass? Okay, but is the rim... Smooth? Will you stop doing... That? I'm the professional here. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. All from the company that's highly awarded. Zero cars, zero sugar, and deliciously tasting vodka. So good, it just disappears. When it comes to the fight against insurance companies, large corporations, and the healthcare industry, injured victims are always the underdog. But that doesn't worry us. At Messon Associates, we're an injury law firm from Philadelphia, and we come to fight. Our clients know that they've got representation with a chip on its shoulder. And it's the same chip that makes Philly the toughest city in the country. Call 215-568-3500 or visit us online at messalaw.com. Messa & Associates, the 
toughest injury firm in Philadelphia. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Go for the midnight tears. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resorts. Book your trip at theoceanac.com.